The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. kids in the hall i'm finally getting around finally getting around to reading that um seth meyer's book one dumb guy about kids in the hall and man it's they're so good they're so good if the kids do any more shows in uh, canada i am going man i'm going good evening dear listener the late night alternative i'm ian lee who the hell are you Catherine boyle there we go Sounds muffled in my ears, but... And mine. What's going on? Put the treble up. Put Someone put the treble up. Put the... I'm all about the bass, about the bass. I can hardly hear myself, and I'm on maximum... Uh... Yeah, I feel like I've got some sort of blockage, head blockage. Go, go and whip Amy into shape. I don't know what she needs to press. She, well, just go and fiddle with some knobs. Amy, Amy is young and, and is I think is scared to fiddle with some knobs. Just fiddle. Just fiddle. Good evening, dear listener. It's Monday night, six minutes past ten. Don't know if we're on the air tomorrow. We don't know. As of now, we are, but then there might be a vote and they might put the grown-ups in. So make the most of it while you can. It's the late-night alternative. It's a a phone-in show, unlike any other phone-in show in the world, in as much as you can call in about anything you want. You can call in about absolutely anything you want. We'll sit here and we'll talk about stuff um, and you can chip in with that stuff. It's like having a conversation with your friend in a bar or in a cafe or at a bus stop. 
No, it's not, actually. It's more like having a conversation with a random stranger on a bus, on a night bus, coming out of central London. That's what it's like. Um, so you can, but if there's something you want to talk about, then please do. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You'll speak to Amy. She will take your name and number. Here's the thing: she won't even ask you what it is you want to talk about. She don't care. She gets paid per call, so she wants to rack up as many calls as possible. We get no calls. Just think how, how much the tech op. Tech ops earn on something like aim at the money. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Ruby. Hello. Hello, Ruby. Uh, I'm really sorry to start off on a depressing tone. Don't you worry about that. What's going uh, on? Wagwan. Uh, I'm just feeling really low Uh-oh. again. What's happened? Has anything happened? Well, um. I'll I'll go back a bit. Um, last week I stopped taking my medication because it was affecting me badly. Did you again. talk? Did you talk to your doctor about it? Uh, I'm, I'll be seeing my doctor soon. Actually, right. I wasn't did, able to get. Did you talk to yeah. your doctor about before you stopped taking your medication? I'm going to be quite firm now because this is important. Did you? Uh, not this time. Right, well, yet. that's, that's, all right, well, and, and now, and let me guess, now you're feeling lousy. Well, uh, it gave me, uh, it wasn't just the medication, it was the things that I had. Ruby, I don't know what you've done, but I can't hear you. I, hello? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Uh, on Tuesday night last week, I had a massive panic attack, yeah. shaking, couldn't okay. breathe, sobbing my heart out. Yes. It got so bad that my parents wanted to take me to A and E. Right. But um, I, I calmed down eventually. But I felt very, very um, frightened. Yes. Like I kept telling my mother, "Please don't leave me alone. Please don't leave me alone." Why didn't you go to A and E with her? Uh, my parents gave me some water and they comforted. Like they stayed with me the whole night, and then I right. slept it off. Why didn't you go so, to A and E with them? I don't know. At yeah. that time, I wasn't here's my suggestion. Here's my here's my suggestion. Um, you can't do this on your own. I suspect you need to start listening to um, other people, including your, yeah. your parents and including your doctor. Uh, coming yeah. off coming off your meds without talking to your doctor is um, uh, is not is 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 a lousy idea. It's a terrible terrible yeah. idea. And if anyone is listening, don't do it. Don't you certainly? No, you certainly don't, oh, well, hang on. No. Let me let me just say because this is important. Don't yeah. do it, and certainly don't just go cold turkey because it will mess you up like nobody. It took me six months to come off my uh, off my meds, maybe a little bit later, maybe five months to come off my meds, and it still was uh, it was you know like having terrible turbulence coming in for landing. So don't just stop. So you just just you know doing it without talking to your doctor, I think is not great. Um, and, um, you know, I, I think you need to listen to other people a little bit more, Ruby, because your head ain't working properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not telling you off. I'm not having a go. Not making, not even making a judgment call. Nothing for me to judge. But, um, uh, I, I would suggest that you perhaps need to start listening to other people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, since then, I have, like, gotten advice. I I need to see my doctor again, but I had to wait a bit because she's very busy. And my therapy, there was a bit of a waiting list as well, so yeah. I'm still waiting for that. Yeah, on the be. 19th, on the 19th, I'll get the initial phone call. Okay. 
So hopefully that that will help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't leave the house for a few days, but today I did. Well done. That's good. So, yeah, the fresh air and sunlight helped me a lot. Yeah, I bet it does. And yeah. and we we said, you know, there will be ups and uh, the, you know, but that doesn't mean it's fixed and there will be no. um there'll be no. massive lows again. That's that's the way it goes, yeah. but this too shall pass. Yeah. It'll pass for the bad stuff and unfortunately it also passes for the the good stuff passes as well. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, this too shall pass and um it it it, it will things will ultimately uh, get better but you need to um you need medical help and you need the help of those loved ones around you when they offer it to you yes yeah okay thank you very much hey well listen that's cool but i just want to reiterate i'm not in any way telling you off not in any no, way making a no. judgment call on you or anything i'm just just being a little bit firm because actually yeah. I, I, people um the the, the coming off of off your meds like that is uh, is actually dangerous people have you know have, have, have done silly things as a result yeah. of it but um it sounds like you're th- you you know anyway when you see have you got an appointment for your doctor uh yeah it'll, it'll be uh what day is it today uh Monday today wednesday okay there you go yeah. fine right you just got to make it for another 36 hours and which you can do easily yeah okay. I hope so all right yeah. you, you got this ruby Thank you. Hang in there. We'll speak to you later in the week. Take care. Yes, thank you. You too. Cheers. Thank bye you. bye. Oh uh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Don't just come off your meds, guys. Don't stop your meds. Uh, I'm back on them. I'm love. I'm loving it. Loving. I'm loving life. I'm not. I'm, it's, it's it's week two. It's still too early to say. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is. Uh, let me just. Uh, hello, line uh, line two. You're on the wireless. It's, it's going to be one of those shows. I just got the vibe. Hello? Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, ting. Oh, thanks very much, indeed. I, I mean, sometimes I just think we're only 13 minutes in and I could quite easily go home now. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Michael. Hi there, Ian Um... Just, uh, we've just been to see Limmy at Newcastle. Hey! How was he? Was he good? Yeah, he was, uh, he was really good, and I, I, I got to kind of meet him and shake his hand after, and I uh, have to say, surprisingly down to earth and very funny. <laughs> well done, well done. And he's, on that note, he slammed the phone down. Well done. Michael Jackson impersonators insist they've never been busier despite sex abuse documentaries. Some of them have never been busier phoning up this radio station to complain about me. But Jay Styles, a British Michael Jackson impersonator, says business is booming. Okay, here's some someone please write the I'm gonna give you a punchline to to a very tasteless gag. Someone please write the feed line, okay? Um, so the punchline is... Now then, now then, can you tell what it is yet? <laughs> That's the punchline. That's the punchline. You go and write the gag, all right? I've, give, I've given, you, given you the thing. You've just got to come up with the, with the, the goods. Um, Michael Jackson impersonators are busier than ever since an investigative documentary aimed... Here's, here's a prediction I was going to make. I didn't say it on air. Because I remember thinking it. I was going to say it, and then we, got, we went off another thing. You know what I think is going to happen with this Michael Jackson documentary? Record sales are going to go up. 
I think it's already started. Yeah, they're going to go up. They're going to go up by a lot. It's but didn't di- that happen with R. Kelly? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's going to divide people. It's going to divide people, but uh, record sales, sales will go up. Uh, it, it, and, and he's going to make more money out of it. There was this thing in the paper the other day about the Michael Jackson estate losing money. Nah, they're going to make more money. They're going to make more money. Because there'll be a load of people going, I've never heard of this Michael Jackson. What's this song bad? Oh, I quite like that. Or people who've been reminded that they used to yeah. own albums and now they yeah. don't. Um, Michael Jackson impersonators are busier than ever since an investigative documentary aimed to expose the king of pop as a paedophile. Jay Styles from Cambridge has performed as Jackson for 11 years, um, about the age that he liked, and says the impact of the documentary Leaving Neverland was incredible, caused a surge in interest, and he is now rushed off his feet. Mitchell Thompson, 38, has just spent £3,500 on 13 new outfits for a theatre tour in June. And Robin Parsons, 37, said, despite feeling apprehensive during his shows at the weekend, the atmosphere was electric. And for Mr Styles, bookings flooded in after the four-hour feature film was first shown at Sundance Film Festival in January. Janvier. Can I say something? Please do, mate. I- I'd like to see the proof. So would a lot of Michael Jackson fans, and there isn't about. any. There isn't any proof. Well, there's proof. All there, there is is the testimony. All there is, Catherine, is the testimony of two proven liars. Oh no, three. Oh, I was talking about them. I'd like. Oh, to see you proof want the proof that, that you want to see the proof that it's gone up? Yeah. Again, that's what that's what the Jackson fans want to see the proof God. that it's gone up, and all they have is the testimony of two proven liars. I'll tell you what, I watched. Lied. There was the FBI investigated for ten years, and those guys swore they put their hand on the Holy Bible and swore that Jackson did not touch them. I watched the Oprah Winfrey Hour Special. Uh, oh, yeah. with, with Owl special. Hour special. Hour special. With those two guys. Yeah. It was incredible. It was incredible. Okay, but they're, pro- they're proven liars. But they talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, they're probably lying again. So, hang on, which one? Which, 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 Can I throw something else into the mix? As long as it's not a bone. Michael Jackson always said he never had any plastic surgery. Yeah. Well, he didn't. He had um, that disease. He had vitiligo. What, on his nose? Yep. I don't think vitiligo makes your nose go... No, then he he actually did admit that he had plastic surgery on his nose because he injured it in the Pepsi fire. No, that... No, that was yeah, 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 yeah. It's the back of his head, wasn't it? No, 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 no. He injured his nose. Do you not know anything about um, the King of Pop? May God rest his soul and let him rest in peace. He um, had uh, plastic surgery. He admitted it to Oprah um, in that interview where the the smoke alarm kept going off in, in Neverland... Uh, no smoke without fire, and um, he said that he had had some plastic surgery to, just to his nose, not on his chin. No, 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 because his chin was no, very no, 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 just his nose. He burnt it during the Pepsi fire of eighteen sixty six, the Great Fire of Pepsi. So I can I can rebut any anything you've got. His chin. I can rebut his chin, but it would be his unpleasant. chin was different. Just four shows booked for July and December were cancelled over the weekend for Mr Parsons, who described a knee-jerk reaction. If only it had been a knee-jerk. But the shows he performed at the weekend had a sense of defiance and were wonderful. Gosh. The two-part documentary was released on Channel 4 at 9pm on Wednesday, March the 6th. Another impersonator, Saul Taylor, 45... Why haven't they got a quote from the world's number one? Saul Taylor, 45, from Leeds, performs eight characters, including George Michael and Freddie Mercury, ending with Michael Jackson. But when he made a Facebook poll asking whether to cut Jackson from his performance, just 15% responded he should. Mr Taylor said, I did a poll for my Motor Tribute show. I do eight characters. Michael is the crescendo and finishes off. Oh, 
dear, no, not that. It's a brutal way to end the show. I was wondering if I should still do it. There seems to be fans who are behind his music even more now. When the compare announces my show, Freddie got a big cheer, but Michael got the biggest cheer of the lot. On Facebook, I did a poll, and 200 people voted. Out of 200, only 15% said no. 85% said yes. Whether they thought he was innocent, it didn't matter to the show. Um, in Leaving Neverland, Wade Robson, 41, and James Safechuck, 37, who we know are liars, can't, can't dig him up and tr- try him. I've, and I've actually, actually, I think they are going to be doing some tests. They cannot dig him up and try him in a court of law. And I have sent my suggestion that they get, like, those paedophile entrapment um, vigilantes, that they get a psychic to pretend to be a 12-year-old boy to create do a seance on a Ouija board. I've had no response from, um, is it Taj Jackson, his nephew? I've had no response from Taj yet. Taj. While Jackson claimed to love both uh, both boys, the liars, the men revealed they were dropped and replaced by a younger child when they grew too old. But instead of claims Jackson was a paedophile who groomed boys from the age of seven, putting a stop to bookings, Mr Stiles says his phone has not stopped ringing. And Mr. Mitchell he said tired. he can see people are supporting him through the number of bookings he still gets. Mr. Stiles has even given work to other impersonators as the documentary led to a surge in interest and more people want Michael Jackson at their parties, not kids' parties, of course, and corporate gigs than ever. He said, it has meant I'm now busier than I've ever been. It's incredible. I'm rushed off my feet. I'm having this joke there about me walking, but I can't be bothered. I'm having to turn down a lot of work and give it to other impersonators because there's not enough time in the week. I don't think the British public believe it. My phone doesn't stop ringing. I'm doing parties, private performances and corporate gigs. And it's every day. I think the publicity has led to a real surge in interest. Jay has travelled to other countries, including Spain, Greece, Cyprus, Poland and Dubai. He added, I sing all his songs, all of them, and I do the dance moves as well. I think people's interest has grown and, and, and the loyalties have become even stronger. Uh, it's great that more people are coming to see my shows. He will always be an icon. I will always stand by him. OK, uh, Let, let's fast forward a year or so. Mitchell Thompson has been a Jacko impersonator ooh, since the age of 14 and says he stands by him 100%. Um, OK, boring, boring, boring. Uh, I have 130 shows booked and I've had four cancellations as a result of the documentary, but one of those was going to be cancelled because it was an end-of-year school prom. <gasps> Dear. Wow. Um, oh, OK, OK. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Middy. Good evening, Middy. Yeah, hello. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, hello. Hi. So... Yeah, what happened? Um, I stopped my medication as well um, 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 recently, and I had a nerve breakdown um, uh, probably about three or four times today. You've had what three or four times today, Midi? Nerves breakdown. Okay, gosh. Well, listen, I just have to say, because we seem to get a lot of calls about medicine, I'm not a doctor. I cannot give medical advice. And yeah. uh, if if anyone's struggling with their medication, just go and see your doctor, man. Go and see your doctor. Those Them's is strong drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, well I just um, I heard uh, from you, because you just mentioned... Um, it's it's important to take the medica- medication, and uh, that's made me think today because I was thinking, 
well, uh, the fact that I stopped my medication put me into a very serious um, yeah. situation. When did you stop, Midi? Well, I stopped a few days ago, um, uh, and but the, the 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 impact of it came today. Yeah. It was badly. Yeah. Uh, whacked upside the head. Yeah, I I just couldn't cope today. I just couldn't. Was it? I'm assuming it was some form of antidepressant that you were talking about. Is that that, yeah? I'm I'm taking metazapine and lorazapine. Okay, and you stopped all of it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Why did you stop? Why I stopped because they weren't helping me. I was still getting uh, getting nerves breakdown, and I thought, okay, right. this is. Uh, and it seems that they have some side effects on me. So I thought maybe, uh, and, and and of course because I uh, also the situation where I am, um, uh, I can't control yeah. uh, uh, my life um, because I'm homeless. At the same time, jobless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the same time, I lost contact with my children. I couldn't anymore be able to, uh, you know, to pick them up and and spend time with them. Yeah. So the whole thing has gone down, and and uh, and I couldn't cope with it. And wow. you've got a lot on your plate. You have a lot on your plate. Loads of stuff. Loads of stuff that makes me like. Um, there is no point to leave anymore, and I keep I keep having this problem all the time, trying to uh, try to fight between is there any point to leave and yeah. Well, no, listen, trust me, I've I've been there. There is a point uh, to live. You just may have forgotten what it is, or you may not have found it yet. When uh, can you can you um, go and see a doctor? Well, the doctor has been contacting me. I was in mental hospital. Um, um, Did you say a mental hospital? Yeah, yeah, uh, I was in um, uh, um, uh, a DNA, the emergency. emergency. Okay. They put me me in a recovery house for four weeks. Okay. Um, Then I come out of the recovery house. They told me to go to housing to to help me with with, with, um, my housing situation. When I got to Hammersmith and Fulham, they told me you have a house in Morocco. Oh. Go back and live in Morocco. Do you have a well? Uh, well, that's. Um, do you have a house in Morocco? I don't. Uh, yeah, I do have a house in Morocco. My mum lives there, and my sister. Wow, that seems but a cold. That is, seems a cold uh, reply. Just say go and bugger off back to Morocco. The, yeah, why? Well, that's what they, they put it in a letter. It, it was dear decision on homelessness on my homelessness um, uh, application. They said. Uh, uh, you have a house in Morocco, and you could go and even you're not homeless. I told them I have two children. I need to see them, and I need to, yeah. you know. I, I, they, I used well, listen. To, there you go. Uh, your kids live in this country, yeah? Yeah. Right. Well, then there's yeah. there's your reason. There's your reason not to kill yourself is the two kids. That you know, there's not enough to base a whole uh, lifetime and a whole recovery on. But there's oh. there's something to focus on just to keep you alive for the next bit. What what I would suggest you do is can you go and see a doctor tomorrow and talk about the immediate problem? The immediate immediate problem of you have lots of problems, but the immediate one is you not being on your medication. Yeah. I'll, I'll... I, I did spoke to him today, and I, I told him I'm going to go back and take my medication. Uh, what, what I, 
what I find difficult to live with is the unfairness that I went through. Um, fact of losing my home, yeah. losing a job of 17 years yeah. of civil service. Um, it's basically all my life for 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 nothing. I lost everything. Yeah, for- yeah, I get that. I get that. That's that sucks, and that is. Uh... And that is lousy, and you have to somehow learn a way or come up with a way of letting go of that unfairness and that resentment, because that will kill you. And then, and then your kids are going to lose their lose a parent. Yeah, that's 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 my problem. Yeah, yeah. that's my problem. I can't I can't move on and forget about the way how they. No, I know they, it's they, tough. They threaten they, they me. It's tough, but you you need somehow uh, to find a way to move on. Because living in the past, um, and I'm not in any way demeaning it, because it's 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 easily done. But living in the past is gonna is gonna kill you. You need to um, somehow let go of that. And whether that you have to forgive someone or you have to, you know, to, you have to do something. Yeah, there is yeah, no no one in. No one in this country has ever lost their home when they are living in their home as their main or only home. When they, are, they have only one home, no one has lost. And I lost my home because I they, they, they froze my bank accounts and they wouldn't allow me to get the legal aid or yeah. or or to get the... Uh, to get my to get some of my money to pay for the legal representation, uh, legal, legal legal representation at the at the, at the courts. So I lost my home. The same thing with the criminal one. Even they find me not guilty. They managed to guilty. To... Found you guilty of what? If you don't mind me asking, Midi, what is it you supposed to have done? Uh, what, what what happened? I was going to buy my flat. It's a council flat where I lived for 22 years, and yeah. I was going. I was in the process of buying it on a right to buy. And when I come to the last days of buying it, which I put it to the conveyancing solicitors, then Hammersmith and Fulham they told this guy doesn't live in his home oh. because I had quite a lot of saving, and because uh, 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 and he established in the entire of his property, oh. and maybe and and they made. They they made speculation that, that well, I don't think they made I think they deliberately put it. They said my application for right to buy was fraudulent, and I represent myself. I think in the beginning they they made speculations, but then they realized no, okay. there is no one single piece of information. It sounds like you've had a horrendous time. It sounds like you've been treated very very unfairly. Uh, and it sounds they like they got a, away with it. Yeah, they got okay. away with it. Okay, and it sounds like a very complicated situation, which is perhaps a little bit too complicated for us to go into at the moment. But you need to, um, you need to regroup. You need to. Um, I'm not saying you know forget this entirely. Maybe it's something you can go back and fight at a later date. I don't know. The immediate you have, you have to prioritize your problems into the ones that are going to kill you first. And the one that might possibly kill you first is you dicking about with your medication. So you need, and and, and it's not a case of ah, I didn't take it for three days. I, I might go back on it. It's, you need you need to you need to speak to a doctor and you need to speak to a doctor quickly. And I would suggest um, you try and get a, an appointment with your GP tomorrow. Or you go to A and E. The doctors they had enough. Of, I mean, I had a good doctor, and he done everything he could. Yeah. I have been the five, six times in one week to 
to to the ANA. Uh, the, 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 the mental health team in, in Hammersmith or in Ealing, they wanted me until to come to the point where I don't make any more sense. Then they can they they, they can come to the terms that yes, I lost my okay. yeah, that's the way how they work. Where are you they sleeping don't... tonight, Midi? Have you got somewhere to sleep tonight? I'm in a hostel okay. in Hammersmith. Okay, all right. So with four people in one room. Yeah, it's not great. From from my flat to now to be from one hostel to another one. It must be horrendous. I, I can't even begin to imagine. I, I, and how can it happen in a country like this, where the system of justice, everybody thinks that is perfect? And it's not. Well, I don't. Th- I don't think everybody. I don't think happen. everybody thinks it's. But I think it's. It's one of the better ones. But no, it's not perfect. It's, it is unfair. It is biased. It is expensive. Um, it's biased. It's it, it, biased. You know, it screws things up. Uh, Midi, listen. Um, can you can I just let you just one thing I check? Yes. In the, the criminal, in the criminal one, the judge before. Before, in his preliminary hearing, he told the, the, the prosecution, "If I live in my home as my as main as my main or only home, this case is not for his court to deal with." What it means, they put um, an indictment of part submitting. He was telling them, they they asking if I if he vacated his home. They said you have to prove it, and you have right. to be for a long All period. Right. Midi, Midi, listen. When we came Midi, to the court, Midi, Midi. when we came to the court, they forgot about what the judge said okay. in, in in the beginning, and they went with the case. And the prosecution, they were so smart, they did not want to go back and talk about vacating okay. his home. Well, Midi, or, Midi, listen. Is, uh, I appreciate what you're saying, but it's, it sounds like a very complicated story, and it's 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 way. It's, no, no, but hang on, listen. No, but hang on, hang on, hang on. Your whole your life. Yeah. For what? And nobody can expose them. Midi, Midi, listen. Maybe you have a case for suing them. Maybe you have a case of going to the ombudsman. Maybe you have a case. The most, the thing that I am most concerned about is you having. What did you say? Three nervous breakdowns today, and you you suspect it might be because you've come off your pills. You need to go and see a doctor, and you need to see a doctor tomorrow if you can't see one tonight, and you need to sort that out first. Write down the things in order they are going to kill you. Right, yeah. that's the priority. You need to get your straight. If you're gonna, I don't know if you plan to go back and fight this case, but if you are, you need to get your head sorted out. There is out. no way I can fight this. Well, then, then you need to. The restraint order crippled me. There's a restraint now I order. Appeal, I want to appeal against the conviction of the criminal one. Yeah. They told me the legal aid will not cover an appeal and I don't have access to money and and, Midi, and the solicitor Midi, they want money Midi, calm down calm down because you're getting yourself so worked how could up you, how could you I don't know but that's not what I'm concerned about what I'm concerned about is you either going to A&E tonight or you get some sleep and you go and see a doctor tomorrow that's that's what uh I'm concerned about okay thanks all right because I don't, I don't want you to die. I, I, I don't see the point. Of, you, you of got two kids. Thing. You got two kids. Two, your two kids. Are, are, are okay, the I don't see them anymore. But you don't see them now. You, you don't see them yeah. now. That doesn't mean you're not always not going to see them. If that's not your, your mum should become more difficult. Sorry. Okay, listen. You're not. You don't see them now. That's fine. Who knows what the situation will be like in a year or five years or ten years? You don't know. 
Um, all I know is that any person I've ever met whose parents killed themselves was screwed up, okay? So don't you... That's the reason to stay alive is your two kids at the moment, all right? Okay. Um, Midi, you can get through this. You are loved and you will be able to get through this, right? What you need to do right now is you need to calm down, maybe just concentrate on your breathing for a little bit. And I don't mean calm down sounds quite patronising. I don't mean it to because you've got a lot to worry about. Maybe concentrate on your breathing and, and do your best to get some sleep. Could you do that I, for I, me? I, I've been to a job... Uh, I've been to a citizen advice bureau today. OK. And he couldn't see how this is... How this is happening. No, okay. everything, everything is odd. Everything is odd. I know, I know. You need to get some sleep tonight, though. That's the that's the priority, all right? And maybe we'll speak later in the week. Is that okay? Yeah, okay. Oh, thanks so much for okay. calling. I really appreciate right. it. Okay, lots of love. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okie dokie. Oh, 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Turn the, turn the music off. We've got, some, we've got some actual genuine sad news, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome in memory of uh, Hal Blaine, who just passed away today. Mr. Hal Blaine has passed away. Oh. The great, the great, I mean, he was, I think he was 90 or something, but the greatest drummer. He's on everything. There we go. It's Hal Blaine has passed away. Tried to interview him a few times. And he, he responded at one point and then it never happened. Uh, Carol Kay called him a C-word when uh, I tried to interview her and she was obnoxious. Hal Blaine uh, has passed away, played on all the, the Beach Boys hits, played on Pet Sounds, uh, played on, I think he, well, oh, uh, he's he's probably on a lot of the Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, hang on a minute. Um, I think, and this is, I'm doing this off the top of my head, I, c- I couldn't be a hundred uh, percent sure, but I, th- I think. I think how I think this is how I'm doing this off the top of my head. I'm pretty sure. Let's, uh, let's, let's just, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is... Writing's well. not... Not you, you're an advert for an online uh, weird company. No, this, 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 this. It's the little old lady from Pasadena. Now playing on the drums. lady from Pasadena. That's, uh, I think I'm pretty sure this is him as well. We come on this loop, John B. My grandfather and me. Around Nassau town, we did wrong. Drinking all night. Got into a fight. Well, I feel so broke. We'll get, we'll get a list of everything Hal Blaine uh, played on and we'll play every single, we'll play 10 seconds of every single one for the next three months because <laughs> that's how long it'll take. 03444991000. Good evening, Dredge. 
Did he play the drums on Be My Baby then? Because that was a track that blew Brian Wilson's yes. mind. Which is why it? Brian Wilson was always so thrilled to have Hal Blaine working on his sessions. Um, because because Blue, Be My Baby was the uh, the song. I'm trying to... Um, list of recordings, Hal Blaine has... Oh, right, here we go. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Just the A's. Just the A's, right? Here we go. Um, uh, hang on a minute. Oh, man. Just the A's. Here we go. This is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on the drums, Mr. Hal Blaine. This is uh, one of my favourite songs. It's beautiful, isn't it? Blaine. Hang on a minute. There's plenty more. There's plenty more. There's plenty more. Here we go. We're just going to wrap. This is the rest of the show, guys. How Blaine, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I mean, it just is ridiculous. It, this is just the A's, right? We, we're still in the A's of songs that Hal Blaine played the drums on. Dream, dream, dream. There we go. Let's, let's do one more from the A's and we'll move on to the B's after 11. Let's him on the drums. Mr. Hal Blaine. You fill up my senses like night in a forest, like the mountains in springtime, like a walk in the rain, like a storm in the desert. Let me do one more. Just, just, just one from the bees. Just one from the bees, ladies and gentlemen. How Blaine. And what a one. He's on all of them, man. He's on all of them. It's obscene. The amount of songs. This guy. Let's just let's um let's jump to. Ladies and gentlemen, that's, it's, it's, it's sad, but we're going to have fun. We're going to play a lot. Sorry if, if that bore you. We're going to play a lot. Anyway, Dredge, what have you got tonight? Well, I was going to talk to you about a musical thing, actually, because yeah. um, I was going to talk to you about a group that you mentioned on Friday, but you, you, you got it wrong because they're, oh. jelly, Jellyfish are not a funk band, right? They are a pop rock group. And oh. didn't you mention them? You said you'd heard of them, but you thought that they're not funk. They're one of the best 
little-known groups in pop, I would say. I mean, they split up years ago, but they're one of the best groups ever, and you never, you never heard them. No, hang on. I, when did I? Whoa, 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 whoa! Excuse me, excuse me. When did Hold I? When, excuse, no. When did I say I'd never heard them? You fake news. You're worse than those liars on the Jackson documentary. When did I say I'd never heard them? Well, you said you thought that they were a funk band. I think he was mixing them up with John Jellybean Benitez. Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah, exactly! So you have heard them, have you? Yes, I had a friend at college who was into them and he made me listen to their, what are they called? Jellybean. Jellyfish. No, jellyfish. There's more fish than beans. They make me listen to um, fish from uh, M- M- Marillion. Jelly. Uh, ah! I would listen to them a lot, and they were rubbish. No. Nah. Oh, I'm Hold thinking. On. Or maybe I'm thinking of Climby Fisher. But except when I think of Climby Fisher, I know I'm thinking of Hugh and Cry. Oh. One of the great comedy double acts. But I mean, yeah. I mean, if you heard Jellyfish, you would like them. I mean, that's my, you know, that, there's no question of that. That's well, your assertion. Yeah, there, there, there is. There is. I think I would. I think I would hate them. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> right, the song you would like is called Baby's Coming Back. If you don't like that, I will, I will immediately hang up. Here's the thing, right. Andy Partridge said to me, I remember going around to Andy Partridge's house from XTC and saying, oh, there's this great Japanese band that you'd like. They're a lot like XTC. And he said, Ian, I'm going to stop you there. I get so many people telling me bands I'd like because they're like my band and they're never as good. I'm going to hate them. So, all right, John, we're going in. What's what's it called? Baby's Coming Back by Jellyfish. Okay, okay. And uh, if I hate it, what are you going to do? Which I am going to hate yeah. it. I remember yeah, these, gonna... these twants. <laughs> I remember this guy with the silly haircut. Exactly what I was thinking of. Here we go. Here we go. It's, it's not Jelly Bean. Oh, I remember this. this is awful. Is it? Wait for the chorus. Catch a chorus. You ready, everybody, to sing in? I remember this. You know this. Uh, uh. Baby's coming back, baby's coming back, and I'm down to see your face again. Baby's coming back. To me, it sounds like Hall and Oates without the balls. John, uh, did you say you were going to put the phone down if I didn't like it? Yeah. Why are you still here? Goodbye. Thank you. Man of his word, I respect that. Yeah, he's even good though like I do that. not respect his choice in crappy music. Um, let's go to Andre. Um. um uh. Hello? Yes. Hi, Kath. Whatever. <laughs> oh, not using too much of my battery life on my phone again, I see. OK. What, what, what do you um, want? There's a long list of people. Well, well, I've got a couple of big big issues tonight. Oh, hang on a minute. Right, <laughs> hang on a minute. <laughs> hang on. Here's, here's a song. <laughs> Shut up. Here's a song. Here's a song. Here's a song. Ladies and gentlemen, on drums. Oh, no, that's not him. That's an advert. Would you please welcome on drums? It's the one, it's the only, Mr. Hal Blaine. Drums and guitar. Ten seconds of every song Hal Blaine ever played on. Yeah. Yes, what do you oh, want? Well, that's a bit from time. No, I don't know. What do you want? Well, what I was going to say, talk about medication, yeah, yeah. And all that sort of stuff. 
Where can I get some? <laughs> Where's your prior? And what's on the menu? Okay. You're right. It sounded like a lot of fun. Uh, okay. That, that... Yeah, what's, what have they got going? Okay. All right. Thank you very much I indeed. Mean... Uh... <laughs> oh man alive i'll play a full song here we go ladies and gentlemen would you please welcome um <laughs> it's just ridiculous what this guy played on on drums would you please welcome mr hal blaine oh, crackling rules get on board. 10 seconds of every song it's amazing i mean it's the most incredible you know, back catalogue of stuff. I didn't know he played on Crackling Rosie, and I know a lot about Neil Diamond. Um, Hal Blaine passed away, I think he was 90, maybe 91, so, you know, but absolute legend. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Busy on the phones tonight, um, so, you know, if you're hanging on, hang on if you want to. You don't have to. I'm trying to mix things up a little bit and create a bit of a vibe, but this is the late night alternative. Weeknights from 10 with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle, only on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome on drums, Mr Hal Blaine, and on guitar, Mr Glenn Campbell. Strangers in the night Exchanging glances, wandering in the night What were the chances we'd be sharing love Before the night was through Something in your eyes was so inviting Something in your smile was so exciting Something in my heart Told me I must have you Strangers in the night Two lonely people We were strangers in the night Up to the moment When we said our first hello Little did we know Love was just a glance away, a warm embracing dance away, and ever since that night, we've been together, lovers at first sight, in love forever, it turned out so right, for strangers in the night. a glance away a warm embracing dance away ever since that night we've been together lovers at first sight in love forever it turned out so right for strangers in the Silly that bit. I like that bit. Silly that bit. That's like what happens when my mum tries to remember words. What a session, though. 
Frank Sinatra singing, massive orchestra, Hal Blaine on the drums and Glen Campbell on guitar. Yeah. I've heard Glen Campbell talk about it and he said he was absolutely bricking it. <laughs> it's like it's one of his first, one of his earliest sessions, I think, and he walks in and it's for Sinatra and he's like... Oh, and he had, like, long hair. But apparently Sinatra took a shine to him and uh, thought oh, right. Campbell was brilliant, yeah. I was going to say, I bet Sinatra wasn't the easiest person to work with. Yeah, no, but uh, Campbell took a sh- uh, Sinatra took a shine to him and um, asked, asked for that kid to come and play on more of his sessions. Funny old one. How Blaine passed away uh, today, I think, or maybe it was yesterday, actually. I think it said... Uh, it's today, the 11th. Um, so we're going to play some Hal Blaine. We, 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 0344 499 1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Oh, we, got, we have got some calls lined up. We will get you in a bit, I promise. We have a slight predicament, uh-huh. by the way. We're playing Manchester. We're playing lots of shows. 14 tickets left for Glasgow. If we sell those 14 in the next two weeks, we'll try and book another show in on the Sunday. It just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, we sold out um, Manchester in May. Okay, it's happening in May. It's a Saturday evening, okay? Small venue, but it's sold out. Yeah. Right? So... Oh, oh that yeah. neck. Thanks. So I'm thinking, well, we're up there. We're staying up there Saturday night. Is there a way of doing another show on the Sunday? You know, it just makes the journey a bit more worthwhile. People that didn't get tickets could get tickets. We could maybe offer some kind of discount for the people... Who who got who already got tickets so mm-hmm. that you know they maybe we 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 give them like five off I don't know for the whatever so I've been in touch with the venue right and the venue of and I've said can we do a Sunday matinee uh-huh. show one two o'clock in the afternoon right and John who runs it is a brilliant but lovely little venue the three minute theatre right it's a great venue love it. Um, and John, who runs it, is an absolute legend. He's, he, he doesn't shut up talking, but I he's could, dead enthusiastic. He's so good. I could sit and listen. John Topliff, I think his name is. I could sit and listen to him for ages. Uh, even, even like he'll talk while we're trying to get ready and stuff. But I love it. He's such a nice bloke, and has made us so, feel so welcome. I said, look, I don't know if you do it. Is there any chance we could come and do a matinee on Sunday? And he said, no. He said, what I can do is I can open up Sunday evening for you. Right. Well, then that then creates. That then creates. A slight problem. Mm-hmm. I've not said yes. I've not replied to Okay. Him. So we need to think, do we want to do another show Sunday night and then, I guess, drive home afterwards? Come back, or, or come back or, Monday. Or come back Monday. Now, th- th- well, if we stay the extra night, then suddenly we're spending yeah. more money on uh, Airbnb, which is what we probably do. Airbnb's amazing, isn't it? I mean, so much better than a hotel. You get a flat. And uh, Kath can cook breakfast when I when I uh, stroll downstairs from oh, the no. from the master bedroom. I always get the bigger bedroom. Um, so then there's money. And then we got to hire the venue again, and the, you know, blah 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 blah. blah, 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 blah is what right. So what I'm thinking. I just I don't. A Sunday night just feels a little bit tricky. It does a bit. So does anyone know a venue? I, I I might write to him and say, look, it, it, it's Sunday afternoon would be ideal. He's, he's, he's already said no, but you never know. But if anyone knows a small venue in Manchester, in or near Manchester, that we could get for cheap on a Sunday lunchtime show, that would be awesome. I might email Zena. actually. I was going to say, why don't you ask Zena? I might email Zena. Because anyone, anyone that pub was brilliant. That pub was brilliant. That might work. That might work. That might work. But also, here's the thing, dear listener, would you, would you want to come? If we, you know, if we um, say you'd already bought a ticket for the show before and we sold you a ticket for like, I don't know, six quid 
on top with that that and, and everyone else paid like nine at nine because it's a lunchtime show i don't know like six quid and nine quid does that would people want i don't know if people would want to come because we could end up with egg on our face we could um be doubling down and actually we, we we end up losing money on the whole trip life is such a punt isn't it it's it is punt. we haven't been to manchester for ages though so it would be worth <laughs> It'd be great if we could. Doing something. It'd be extra. great if we could. Let me email Zena. If anyone's got any suggestions, 0344 499 1000. Um, and um, also, would you want to come? Would you want to come? Are there enough people that missed out on tickets? Uh, are there enough fans that would... And you know the rabbit hole. If you've been to the rabbit hole, it's never the same show twice. No. So you're not going to get the same show. You, you know, it's, it, it will be significantly different. We wouldn't be recycling the same material. Uh, so I don't know if people would want to go. Uh, and also, likewise, I think we've got 14 tickets left for Glasgow, which is in June. And if we sell those in the next couple of weeks, we might as well... That's, I mean, even further, obviously. Yeah. We might as well look to see if we can get the venue on Sunday lunchtime as well and do something there. You know, you, you dig? Oh, I was so proud of my youngest son today. I asked him if he... Um, I was explaining something. I was explaining something to him. And without looking up, he went... Yeah, I dig. Yes, my little seven-year-old boy. Yeah, I dig. Oh, mate. We went and saw Captain Marvel at the weekend. No spoilers. Great film. Great film, right? Uh, first of all, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it because you, you're meant to think this about the superheroes. She is stunning, right? She's beautiful. She's wearing a tight rubber outfit. What What is not to like, right? And I'm going to say that because all of you girls... That'd with be a your, to wash. All of your girl, you girls with your Thor and all of that. Whatever. So I got mm. there. Right. But here's the thing. Uh, it, it's it's not even refreshing. I was going to say it's refreshing. It's not even refreshing to have a, 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 a female superhero lead, right? It was refreshing with Wonder Woman. Now it's just like, is it a good film? That's that's all me and the boys are concerned about. Is is it is it a good film, right? Wonder Woman. We went to see Wonder Woman together, Kath, and it was like, oh, this is refreshing. A strong female superhero. I liked it. It's a film I've been waiting for since yeah. I used to watch. You know, the seventies Wonder yeah. Woman, but there was a lot of unnecessary love stuff in there. Yeah, that they wouldn't have put in with the blokes. Um, but this there was no, there was none. The boys certainly never mentioned it, and it didn't cross my mind. There was no. This is great. It's a strong. It's just this is a really good movie. Uh, and it just happens to be about a female superhero. It wasn't, you know, it was no... It's so good, man. She's so good in it. What's her name? Um, uh, 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 Alison? No, Brie, Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Um, she's so good in it. I'd never heard of her before. She's amazing, right? She's a brilliant uh, actress, actor. Um, the fights are wicked, man. Um, it's it's an origin story. I don't think this is a spoiler alert. It's set in the 90s, so there's loads of really funny, cool 90s references. Samuel L. Jackson is superb in it. It was it was such a good film. Of course, I didn't stick around until right at the end. I saw the first little bit in the credits, and I, I always forget to stick around for the last one. But it was uh, it sets up upcoming stories very nicely. It ties in with previous stuff. I thought it was great. And then I was reading, like, there's been, like, loads of hate online... Because she's a woman. I'm not going to go and see the film because she's a woman. And there's some controversy. Captain Marvel is not a superhero I'm particularly familiar with, right? But there's controversy that they've made Captain Marvel a woman. But from what I could work, from what little I could read while I was walking from the cinema back to the car with the kids, is that I think there have certainly been two Captain Marvels in a, that are canon. 
I think there's a third Captain Marvel. The first Captain Marvel was a bloke, alien. The second Captain Marvel, I think, was was then went to DC and that became Shazam, which looks like an amazing film. And then the third Captain Marvel was like quite a few years ago and it was the woman. It was Carol Danvers. It was the woman. So she's been around for quite a while, I think, and is canon. Danvers? Maybe it's not Carol Danvers. Yeah, it's Carol. Danvers is the name of Supergirl's adoptive family, isn't it? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Pretty sure it's through Supergirl. But all I can say is, right, it's a great film. It's funny. The fights are wicked. Brie Larson is... She's just incredible in it, man. She's just incredible. Jude Law's good in it. And I hate Jude Law. I've never seen Jude Law be good in a film. And, um... He was great in it. So it gets a big thumbs up. The boys loved it. Uh, we got given free posters at the end as we came out. It was it was, uh, it was, was a wicked film. So don't listen to those musty old comic book haters. No. No. I think it's... I'm a big fan of the Marvel films. Not There's great... There's, there's two great nods to Stan Lee in it as well. There's one in the opening sort of the Marvel logo... And uh, there's a, you know, they obviously filmed it before he passed away. He pops up as he does in all of them, right? Um, But I'm a big fan of the Marvel films. The DC films, I think, are a little bit dry. But the Marvel films are great. This is probably one of the best Marvel films. This is like top three Marvel film for me. I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. All right, one spoiler alert. It's got a blockbuster video in it. You know, any film... Any film that has a blockbuster video in it is is winning for me. Um, someone has replied, who's been sending nonsense all night. No, it was because the actress said no white men should review it. I don't think she did. I think if I got this correct, what she said was, it would be great, as I'm the lead in this film and I'm a woman, if we could uh, have more diversity during the press junkets, if I could have more women interviewing mm. me, please, which is absolutely fine. So I don't think she said... I'd be very surprised if she said no white men should review it. I'd be very surprised. In fact, you've been tweeting me all night, sending me absolute balls, so I'm just going to block you so I can't see your tweets anymore because you've been popping up on my screen all night like an absolute bell. Um, 0344 499 is the telephone number. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Unmissable Late Night Radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I, I, there's songs I didn't know he played on. Uh, this is Hal Blaine. Leslie, would you please welcome on drums, Mr Hal Blaine. Return the sender. Every song's a winner, huh? Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? There's a great documentary. I think it's just called The Wrecking Crew. Yeah, it's great. It's a great film. Don't, don't, my only suggestion would be then don't track down Carol Kay um, via her website and emailing her asking if she'd like to come on your BBC radio show to talk about it because uh, you will get a ton of abuse. Especially if you say you enjoyed the documentary and yeah. you found her inspiring or and, anything like that. Yeah, and don't use the phrase The Wrecking Crew. Don't mention how Blaine. Don't say you're a fan of hers. I mean, just don't write to Carol. She is miserable. I was so you know, I was so upset yeah. by her email. She sent me. I think she sent me two. She wouldn't stop. She. Two or three. And after the last one, I I was just going to let it lie. And then I wrote back saying, actually, Carol, uh, I've been really upset by what you've written to me. 
I've come with nothing but respect and you've been very, very rude to me, which is up to you if you want to do that, but you've really disappointed me and I would really like it if you didn't write to me again. Did she write back? She didn't write back then. What a cow. What a cow. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's get uh, do some of these calls. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hello, Jerry. What you got for us? These boots are made for walking. Yep. Nancy Sinatra. He's less than one. How many number ones he's had? He's had less. Well, I don't know about his. his uh, I don't know about his toilet habits. That's 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 not on Wikipedia. Never. It does. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, he's the guy. The guy's incredible, man. Uh, he's done everything. everything. Uh, he was. Um, um, oh, where has it gone? I've lost where it's gone. He played on loads of Carpenters songs as well. You know. Anyway, yeah, yeah, the guy was great, and he's passed away, and there'll yeah. never be another. Just think, up up in heaven, oh, him yeah. and uh, Hendrix and Jim Morrison. Uh, uh, Probably playing some really crappy blues actually right now, so I'm 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 glad I'm down here. But there you go. get out of the room, get out of the room, lady. There you go. No, I'm all right. Yeah. Sorry, D- oh, DC Comics are the best, but Marvel films are better. DC films are crap, just j- joyless. I don't want—I don't want to expect them to be comedies, but they're joyless. That's Rubbish. He's um, what's his face? Um, Boozy Bill. What's his name? He's not Batman anymore, is he? Oh, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. That's Boozy it. Bill. He's—he's he's not. Um, he's not Batman anymore. Oh. Who's the Batman now? Don't know. The next Batman. The next Batman film is going to be like Young Batman instead of um, Drunk Batman. I can talk. Um, all right, Jerry. Listen, I'm going to move on. Um, see you later. I did, I did ban disabled. I did ban disabled people actually. So I don't know what you're doing on the show. No, with no disabled people, please. Uh, good evening, Gatford. Do people with only nine toes still get on? Uh, it's 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 up for debate at the moment. We'll it's see, up, we'll up see. for debate. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Brother Ian and Sister Kath. Uh oh. We're not related. I don't think. Uh, really? Uh, I don't think I understand speech-based radio anymore. Okay, go on. What's happening, mate? Well. I have to admit, I haven't been listening live for a while. Okay. I've been podcasting. Okay, that's good. We love all of our podcasters. 1.7 million um, downloads. The 1.7 million downloads of this show last year. And that was with us. We weren't even trying. You wait. You wait till we start trying. And, 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 And here comes my point. Yeah. I think I am an, a dinosaur when it comes to this show. Hang on a second, Gatford, stay there, because someone has just someone has just tweeted me, Marie has tweeted, you played Strangers in the Night. Did you know that Hal played Be My Baby on Strangers in the Night? So Be My Baby, right, hang on a second. Duh, 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 be My Baby, duh, right, duh, duh, goes, doom. Yeah, so this is... Oh, it's an advert! Stay there, Gatford, we'll, we'll, we'll come to... Um, in a second. I don't like the adverts that you can't skip. You know, listen, I know everyone's going to make a dime. Everyone's going to make a dollar. But, um, but some, hang on a minute. This is important. If, if this is true, this is groundbreaking. Right, so that's Be My Baby, OK? So let's now get... Strangers. Strangers dans l'amour. Here we go. Boom, boom, boom. Boom. <laughs> Ch- 
in the night. Doesn't feel like he's as heavy on the old uh, rim, though. Do you know what I mean? He was doing that, wasn't he? He was doing that sort of snap thing on the on the rim. He wasn't going hard on the rim, um, but he should have gone harder uh, on the rim, deeper on the rim, and also a little bit faster on the rim. Do you think that was brushes? You've got to work that rim really, and, and it's got to be said, Hal Blaine was, was a master rimmer. Mm-hmm. Really was one of the best rimmers. Could really make that snap. Yes. It just, when Hal Blaine rimmed, you knew it. You knew it. You you felt it. You felt it. You felt it deep. A how blame rim. All right, rim. we get it. We get it. A how blame rim. You felt that deep. Right, come on, Gatford. Hello. Yes, come on. Did he did he ever do it with brushes? Do you think? We, Catherine just made that joke, mate. Did he ever do it with brushes? Catherine just made that joke. Gets your point. You're about to get cut off. Damn it. Okay. About an hour ago, you laid out a punchline. Yeah. Oh God no. And asked for a setup. Yes. Yeah. I rang because I thought I had a setup, which yep. I'd probably guessed you would cut me off for, but I thought I'd give it a go. Okay, yeah, yeah. Problem is, I forgot it. Okay. And the prop, and, and I just don't know whether that's me because I am a talk radio dinosaur, and I, I'm used Ten, to the, the topic nine, in way. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, yeah, here we go. two, Hello? one. Yeah. No idea what that phone call was about. <laughs> Let's try CJ. Good evening, CJ. Good good evening, guys. How are we? None of your business. We'll get to the point, please, caller. Um, I know a venue locally um, that I might be able to persuade to let you do it for free. Well, hang on. Where? First of all, where is local? Uh, it's on the A6, just going into Manchester. I don't know what that means. Catherine, do you know the, the grid rec? Do you understand what that means? Well, hang on. Do you mean going into Manchester? We want in Manchester. <laughs> what do you mean you might, be, you, might be able, you might be able to persuade them? We don't want any persuasion. We want them going, Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Yeah, definitely. We'll take that. That'll be awesome. Not I can persuade them. Pers- persuasion. Um, okay, well, who is this venue? Let me check this venue out now, please. Um, it's called The Spinning Top. It'll come up straight away on Google when you see it. Well, the Stockport's best bar. It's in Stockport, right. OK, so Stock- Stockport, Manchester. Great Manchester. Right, well, no, no, wait. Catherine, uh, you are my um, northern monkey. How far is Stockport from Manchester, please? Mm. Well, I don't remember. We went to Chelsea's house. That was Stockport. So miles away. Mm-hmm. OK, thanks very much for your call, CJ. It's, it really is appreciated. Let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Good evening. That might snore a bit. Yes, it is. What can we do for you? Right. Uh, um, a question for you and Kath, OK? OK. If you could go back in time oh, to any point, which where would you go to? And you've got to have a, a valid reason why. OK. I'd go back about five minutes ago and not take this call. <laughs> <laughs> why, 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 sorry, were you just listening to, to BBC Three Counties Radio or something? <laughs> or Coventry and Warwickshire? What is this? What's your favourite... Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go on. What's your favourite sandwich filling? Uh, Good question, isn't it? No. Prawns. Oh, you... Prawns in a sandwich? Yeah, yeah, prawn mayonnaise. Yum, yum. Disgusting. I don't really like prawns. I have eaten prawns now, but I only ate prawns a couple of years ago for, for the first time, and I don't get them. I don't get what they add... To any meal. They don't add anything. I love them, but in a sandwich, a pre-prepared sandwich, I do feel it's a bit like playing bum roulette. Oh. (laughs) 
back to how Blaine <laughs> and his rimming. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Unfortunately, I do. <laughs> if I've cooked them and oh, I know how, how long they've been, you know, how, and how they've been prepared, all good. But otherwise, I mean, you are yeah. dicing with uh, a lot of toilet action. Yeah, yeah. I always check. I always have a good sniff before I uh, before I let it enter me. But you got here's the thing. You can't. I, I would never buy a fish based sandwich in a supermarket. Pre prepared fish based sandwich. Uh uh uh. Ain't going nowhere near me, girlfriend. Because um, it, it, you will end up probably with the trots. And right. also, fish is not not a nice. Can you still get those little jars of fish Chippens. paste? But they were tiny, yes. weren't they? Why were they so small? Well, you don't Chippen. you don't want it sitting around for too long. How many fish does it take to make a fish jar paste? Fish paste jar. Do you, where do you get it from? Do you just literally grind a fish? Back well, to how Blaine and his rimming again. It was tuna, wasn't it? They're massive. That wouldn't even. Do you like white bait? Uh, uh, no, I'm not. I, I'm not into any kind of vigilanteism, to be honest. <laughs> I'll eat. Uh, I'll eat any fish. I love it. No, I mm. just think. Listen, I know we have problems with certain communities and certain attitudes, but I wouldn't. I would never. I would. I don't think putting white bait out is really. I don't. I just think it brings the worst out of everybody. You know. I think we'll just follow the normal policing procedures. Be vigilant. Keep your eyes open. If you hear stories, then 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 investigate. Um, if you see it, say it. If you see it, say it. Sort it. I think this has gone over my head. I don't know what... I think. Well, you're lucky, Simon. Let's just say you're lucky. And I'd go back to uh, dinosaur days. <laughs> oh, 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. <laughs> the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. I think we need to just chill out a little bit. Would you agree with me? Oh, always, Catherine? Yeah. I think we need mm. to just chill out a little bit. So we have got a new feature that we are going to be doing every single day. This is... This is... I can't remember why we decided to thought this would be a good idea. Where did this come from? Because you, you, we were talking about children um, being taught... It was a big story, and I think Julia was going on about it one morning. Going on. Discussing it in depth <laughs> one morning. Keep going, because I've got a set. So um, talking about, oh, you know, mindfulness in schools. Ooh. How hippy-dippy. And Ooh. I mentioned on air <laughs> that my youngest has been having... Well, sometimes it's mindfulness, sometimes it's yoga. I think they do a thing like conscious colouring... Well, hang on a minute. <laughs> what the hell is conscious colouring? Uh, they only get one colour. God. I don't know what that's all about. She, she And she, also, she's full of it. Okay. So I asked my uh, youngest daughter, who is seven, yeah. to take us through one of the mindfulness meditations they do at school. Okay. And she gave me a rough idea and, and I made a thing. A minute. This is going to take a minute. Did you bring your box in? Yeah. Why didn't you tell me? Because when we were sat out there bored, I could have looked I at your bored. box and fiddled with it. I want bored. Kath, Kath can't get a box to work properly. I could have. Well, fixed it does it. work, but it's a bit in and out. I, well, I could have. Um, I think it's just a matter of me getting. It's used a digital to it. recorder. Sorry, I realised some some listeners might think we're talking about your vagina, which we most definitely are not. It's a digital recorder that is box shaped. Sorry, I should have been should have been a little bit clearer there. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I like that phrase. My bad. I used to struggle with it. But now I like I like the phrase, my bad. Right, here it is. Don't do this if you're driving. Um, well, if you are driving, put the cruise control on and get someone to hold the steering wheel. Don't light, a, don't light anything when you're driving. Um, and here is what we call in this. I don't know. Okay, here's meditation for adults. 
by a child. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Today we are going to do some extreme relaxation. The candle of concentration. Now, go and grab a candle. It may be a birthday candle or one of those posh smelly ones. If you are in prison or in hospital, you may just have to imagine a candle. <laughs> Look at the flickering flame of the candle. Focus on that. Notice all the different colours. Maybe red, yellow, orange, or maybe some green. Do it for just a moment. Then, when I count to three, close your eyes and see if you can still see that in your mind. Just open your eyes and look at it once more. Look at it from the bottom to the top. See how it moves gently and when it flickers. Now, let's be quiet and still for a while. we will open our eyes and blow out the candle. Are you ready? One, two, three. Open your eyes. Now, let's look at the candle for a little bit longer. Breathing. In. Isn't that relaxing? In a few moments, you will need to blow the candle out. Are you ready? One, two, three. There. Wasn't that lovely? Thank you very much for these few moments of zen. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Night night weirdos. Seven years seven? Yeah. Seven years old. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Thank you very much for that, little one. Uh, and she's right, good night, weirdos. Oh three. Hope you're feeling a little bit more chilled. So zen. Uh, now oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I think it's great they teach that. Yeah. In schools. I think that's a cool thing. Thank you to everyone who um, watched me sleep last night. I streamed... Um, let's get the stats. Let me get the stats for that. I streamed me 
sleeping last night. I like to refer to it as performance art. I think that's an excellent description. Uh, oh, what's going on here? I'm a what the hell is that? Oh. That is not uh, me. It, that's my zen gone. My zen is back. Three and a half, three point six thousand views, dear listener. Three point six thousand views of me streaming. It's about. It's just under twelve hours. Uh, oh no, that was the first one. This this one has only had two point four thousand views. Two point four thousand views. I'm sorry, I'm losing. I'm losing um, viewing figures for me sleeping. But you should. You. I might do it again this week. It's great. You get to hear me fart. You get to hear me um, go to the toilet and urinate. You get to see the cats climbing all over me. You get to see me sleep. It's performance art. And um, uh, no one else is doing it. Performance fart. Performance fart. (laughs) uh, I mean, 2,000 people. 2.6,000. 2,400,000. Let's let's, let's be accurate. 2,400,000 people watched me. On a Sunday um, night. And I would wake up in the night. I slept terribly. And I would, like, just wave to the camera. And then go back to sleep, and um, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Going to do more stuff like that. <laughs> Going to make stuff. Going to make stuff like that. That's what's happening. Uh, the switchboard is empty for the first time this evening. We've got lots to talk about, but if you want to give us a call, then do. Oh, I tell you what would be would be interesting because I don't know much about it, right? But can someone explain this new porn? registering law that's supposed to be coming in in April and then I heard someone say well they tried it before and it was completely unworkable someone could explain it um, to me what do I need to do sort of a joke sort of not quite a joke it sounds very complicated and it sounds like a way of tracking um, what you watch on your computer and it don't it don't feel right it doesn't feel right to me but i don't quite understand i've not really looked into it. i've just seen a few tweets so if anyone could explain to me what this this new law is this rule they're bringing in in april i'll be very grateful oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number switchboard's empty so give us a call about that or absolutely anything you want this is the late night alternative weeknights from 10 on dab on app or on talkradio.co.uk the late night alternative with ian lee unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio we have ways of making you talk do you remember ages ago, like um, my energy provider um, messaged me, uh, right, they, uh, so I was paying like £75, £70 a month direct debit or something, mm. and they, and I had like a massive balance of like 200 quid or something. Yeah, I'd you're overpaid. in credit. Yeah, in credit. And so I said, oh, can I have, can I have 150 quid back? And they went, yeah, yeah, of course you can, of course you can. Then they, then they said, what we're going to do is we're going to pay you the money back, but we're going to up your monthly payments to £95. Like, so up by £25. And I said, why are, you, why are you doing that when I'm obviously significantly overpaying? And she went, well, you know, winter's coming. And I said, right, well, it is winter. And no, 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 you can't do that, right? So that was like, I don't know when that was. That was October or November. And then, uh, then I I got my online bill. Like so they, every month, they take the seventy two pounds out or something. And then I got the online bill right because I they asked for readings, but I'd given them readings two weeks before, so I didn't bother giving them the readings again. So what they then did was they estimated a massive leap 
between the reading I gave them and the end point of two weeks that I'd use like maybe four or five weeks worth of energy in the two weeks. So suddenly I was in debit of £86. Incredible. And so they wrote to me saying, right, what we're going to do is we're going to increase your monthly direct debit to £105. And I replied saying, no, you're not. I do not give you permission to do this. I will reach a compromise because obviously I'm using a little bit more then uh, first of all, I got them to correct the bill. That was it. I got them to correct the bill. And after that, so it halved the bill. So suddenly I'm £40, right, overdrawn in debit, right? And then they said, we're going to up, we're going to increase your bill by £32, your direct debit, £32 a month. It's almost as if, I don't know, they were making it fit. Yeah. And I said, I said, no, you're not going to do that. I said, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do a compromise. I'll pay an extra £15 a month because we're coming out of winter um, so actually, I'm going to be using it less, and that should keep us keep us in balance. And they eventually said yes to that after a little bit of toing and froing. They eventually said, "But I thought you chances, you've overestimated what I've used, so you've given me this bigger bill than I need. If I save forty quid, and you want to put an extra thirty three pounds a month on my direct debit, you chances, scumbags. They're all every single one of them is a scumbag. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Mark." Hi, Ian. How are you? I'm all right, Mark. What you got for us? Uh, this new pornography regulation is so, happening. So go on. What? Uh, uh, you, what is it? I, I've sort of got a very loose grip on it, steady, but I'm not quite to... sure exactly what what it what it is. So go on. You have to provide ID, so a driving license or a passport. What if I you access it? If I so if That's I go online. Saying. Right, and let's be honest, there are porn sites everywhere, but if I go online, for example, Pornhub, I, it, well, I know it's the most popular one, right? For me to look at a mucky video on there, I've got to, I've, what, I've got to take, take a photo of my driving licence. That's what they're saying from April. It's not going to happen. It's completely unworkable. They tried to do this 20 years ago. They tried to put age verification services in place so people had to provide a credit card. Right. Or a debit card. Yeah. And then MasterCard and Visa went and started issuing um, cards to under 18-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. So that completely screwed it up. But there was a whole movement of this 20 years ago. Back in 96, 97, there was networks out there that did age verification, mainly based out of the USA. But yeah. then it all went wrong because anybody could have a... Well, because now, at most, you have to tick... Are you over 18? If, if yes, click enter. If not, exit. Uh, but a lot yeah. of them, you don't even have to do that. But but So it's to stop kids looking at porn, is it? That's the that's yeah. the argument, right? That's the argument. But but what's... It's, flawed, it's obviously flawed in so many ways. What's to stop a kid getting their dad's or their mum's driving no, licence? What's to stop a kid getting a fake ID? Yeah, it, it's completely unworkable. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a problem with it. I have, you know, I have kids. Yeah, um, old, older now, but like my 19 year old, you know, he had a fake ID when he was 16. My 15 year old uh, is somebody I wouldn't want watching it, but undoubtedly they are. Yeah. And I'm speaking at somebody who used to run sites, so that's why I know so much oh. about it. Back in the 90s, yeah, I, uh, it, so much of it is free. But it's it's interesting that on the back end of it, there's about six companies that mainly control most of the porn people watch. Mm. And they've been buying up all of these different porn sites and a lot of it are making for free. So I think it's going to come full circle where eventually free porn will end up being charged again. Yeah. 
but also, not. But also, um, you know, the, 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 a person's porn history, it's like, listen, as long as they're not looking at anything illegal, we, we, illegal which you don't get on Pornhub or X Hamster or any of those websites, it's all, you know, it, it may not be to your liking, but it's all it's all legal, right? And I think we know what we mean by yeah. that. Um, a, a, an, an adult's porn browsing history is... It's kind of private, right? Because we all we've all got weird, different little things that float our boat. That and the thing that works for you might might make me go, "Oh my god!" And the thing that works for me might make Kath go, "What are you do?" You know, whatever. We've and all the got the thing little... that works for me might make your hair curl. Exactly. We've all got our own little things, right? Um, but and it doesn't necessarily mean we want to do it in real life. No, no, no. Exactly. That's a good point to make, right? But that means that someone somewhere there's a log of Ian Lee. Driving license, his address, number 62, you know, the high street, likes this. And then on Thursday, he watched this. And then on Friday, he watched this, this, and this. And then on Monday, well, that's going to be logged somewhere. And however. Well, there's an argument that's already happening. Oh, uh, excuse me. I beg your pudding. What? <laughs> well, anybody, if they knew your IP address of where you're accessing it from, yeah. they could already know that anyway. Yeah. So the fact mm. that you've got to provide a, a photo ID to access it, yes, it could be. It could be used in circumstances people wouldn't want as a log, but essentially these it's websites already, are going to be charged with collecting the info themselves. But again, that's not workable because a lot of these sites are not based in the UK. Yeah. You know, so what, how are they going to police? How are they going to make sure? Apart from blocking, apart from coming into the UK, any porn coming outside of the UK is blocked. Yeah. It's the only way they're going to do it, and that's not going to happen either. It's just impossible. So how do... Right, because I've got, I've got kids who's seven... What, how old are my kids? Seven and nine, and Kath's got kids around the same age. I've got boys, she's got girls. So, and it is one of my big concerns is protecting my boys when it comes to online pornography. Not so much now, but we're getting closer to that Point. I wouldn't want my seven and nine year old watching any of it. No, no. But listen, oh God, no. And I, neither would I, which is why I won't allow my daughter, who is yeah. ten, a phone. But she's already been exposed to it because there are lads at school who've got it on their phones. Yeah, and they show it, and that's and that's yeah. that's kind of the thing, you know. You you can kind of do as much as you want for your kids, but there'll be someone else who's got who's got a phone or, or who go have a look at this. But so the, if this doesn't work, which it won't, and I can't see them carrying it through because it's so nuts. Um, then how do you protect your kids from looking at that stuff? Well, you, you don't from third parties, but, it, it, you know, in, in the home or with mobile phones, obviously there's content blockers on yeah. there for kids. You know, it, it, when you activate a new mobile phone, you've got to go in and change the, the content settings. So, obviously, your kids' phones should have that on. Yeah. And then you can not... <laughs> you can block... Um, you can block those certain types on your main, yeah, you know, your on main the, on the, yeah, yeah. Home, but that blocks it for all. all. <laughs> I will, I, and that, you know what? That's I, that would is a price I would be prepared to pay. Blocking porn in the entire yeah, house if it meant the kids couldn't access it. Here's the thing, though. So you used to do this in the nineties, late nineties, yeah. At why? Do you mind me asking why you got out? Did you get out of it because everything was becoming free and there was no money to be made in it? Yeah, there's there's no money in it now. There, there, there isn't. If, if there was, I'd be still in it, but there's not. It, it's as I said, it's dominated by major companies yeah. that 
over the last 10 years, they've just bought up a lot of porn sites. Well, exactly. You've got. To, have uh, you heard John Ronson's um, podcast about this called The Butterfly I Effect? No. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's so he talks good. about Fabian Tileman, who is a guy who's, what, a year younger than me? So he's 40 and he's from Germany and he was a tech geek and he started up Pornhub. And the impact yeah. of that is all of a sudden people who were had been making careers out of selling DVDs to people who wanted to see them and who were willing to put money down all of a sudden that's wide open so to speak and you know the little impacts of it are you know uh i've seen your mum in a porno because i've seen it online and it gets passed around and all that sort of stuff that's one of the impacts and the other thing is that all the money's taken out of it and people are having to do more and more niche things to be able to make a living it's well worth well, a listen mark the butterfly effect you so might good. dig it actually it's so good yeah. a friend of mine um sold all of his sites about seven years ago and he had over half a million people a day coming to his site he just couldn't make it pay wow. wasn't even covering his costs i don't understand so, how they're making porno films anymore that's how old i am i call them pornos because because everything's getting leaked online anyway isn't it whereas before as before well, a, lot, a lot of the companies put like taster yeah right. clips out if you will okay so to watch the full length you got you got to pay you know, but would yeah, anyone yeah, do? So. Would anyone do that? I remember back in the day, you go into the shops in Soho and you buy you buy you know three videos for twenty five quid and uh, and you 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 you'd have a physical hard copy. Um, but now you just, you just go online five minutes, yeah. bishy bashy boshy, the job's done. I um, it, a lot of it's advertising based now though. Right. So a lot of the sites that are running relying advertising income so obviously a lot of these sites are highly trafficked there's a lot of people coming to them every day so that's how they okay. rely on them yeah. people placing their adverts on there for exposure to whatever it may be yeah. they, their target market is but when it comes back to the policing thing i just don't know how anybody's going to do it because you're dealing with well initially like we said you're not dealing with uk based even if even a lot of the sites are based out of the states but even more are based in more obscure countries. I just don't see how they're going to police it. And it is it is a worry. I think kids are far more... Um, well, even 20 years ago, kids just didn't have access to it, like you say, because it was, it was paid. Mm. And I think people do pay for it. I think it's, it, 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 the numbers show they have to... Some people have to pay for it, but yeah. no more than... Far, far less than they used to. I mean, at my high, I had like 15,000 people paying a month. Wow. And, and the the dynamics of that changed so i think i don't this is not definitely not going to work they they were talking about doing this 10 years ago with age verification using credit cards um but again that doesn't work now and the idea of going to a porn site and having to they, uh, i was reading about it and they're saying they're going to put like a digital signature on your computer to show you've given that aye, verification aye, aye, aye. but again kids these days yeah there are no ways of getting around that in a heartbeat. You know, uh, you've only got to... Mark, I've got to go to the news. I, I appreciate your okay. um, your former professional insight into this, man. Thanks very much. Nice to speak to you. Cheers, Mark. Thanks, Take Mark. care. Bye-bye. There you go. A nice guy. 0344-499-1000. Jasmine, stay there. We'll come to you after the news. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Jane on drums, ladies and gentlemen. Four 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 nine nine one thousand here until one o'clock when Paul Ross takes over. This is the late night alternative. I'm Ian Lee. Catherine Boyle is here. Amy is answering the phones tonight. You can phone in about anything that you want to phone in. Some of the things we've talked about tonight are pornography, uh, Captain Marvel, Manchester, uh, Michael Jackson impersonators, meditation, and uh, utility bills. I mean, it really is. It really is a, a, a full old... Uh, a smorgasbord. Uh, it's an orgasm board of uh, things. <laughs> Speaking of smorgasboards, let's go to Jasmine. Good evening, Jasmine. Good evening, Anne. Hi, Catherine. I should just say, Jasmine is Jasmine died ten years ago this very day and she's speaking to us from beyond the grave. <laughs> God, you're making it worse. I feel like I want to sleep tonight. I'm so nightmares. You're, what? Uh, having nightmares. You're having nightmares? Yeah, I feel like I'm already pretty sure I'm going to have a very big problem. And, yeah, I think it's all my fault. I'm slightly confused. Sorry. What is your fault? Have you, what? Um, yeah, we're talking about skin cancer. You're talking about what? Your phone dropped out. Cancer. Cancer? Yep. Well, who's got cancer? Mm, you know, my daddy had his birthmarks. Yes. Since many, many years, and now they had a change in shape and colour. Yeah. And the number of them increased, and I only discovered it on Sunday. Yeah. And it already is very big, and I did check it on the internet and pictures. Well, hang on, and wait, sorry, it's, it's a little bit hard to hear, a, because you've got a very beautiful but strong accent, and also you're quite muffled. Are you saying it's you, are you saying you're worried that you've got cancer? Yes, I'm pretty right. sure. Okay, well, hang on. What does your doctor say? Um, I couldn't see him yet. I phoned one right. especially. Here's the thing: don't don't diagnose stuff on the internet. Don't just 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 don't because it it uh, it, it makes things seem worse. Um, it uh, when it, are you booked in to see your doctor? I don't know how it works in uh, in uh, after in Switzerland. Uh, have you booked in to see your doctor? Um, yes, I phoned one and explained to him, and then he said, "Yeah, I have to see you instant, and you have to come on Wednesday." Right. And, yeah, I feel like I can't sleep until then. Yeah, OK, I can understand that. That must be uh, that must be pretty stressful. But, so you're seeing the doctor on Wednesday? Yes. OK, well, that's... OK, well, that that will feel, I imagine, like an eternity. Um, uh, but also, if it's... If, uh, it's moles on the skin that have changed shape and colour, is it? Yes, okay. yes, and got more and more. And OK, well... Yeah, I, I'm feeling... Go on. I'm feeling very guilty because I didn't check my body um, properly because I only discovered it on Saturday and it already was very big and okay. the well, doctors didn't look after it. Well, okay. It, uh, the, the, the guilt isn't going to help anybody, so, you know, d- try and let that go. Here's the thing. Sometimes moles grow and they're not cancerous. Quite often mole, moles grow and they're not 
cancerous. Got, your body changes shape, the, your skin changes shape, bits grow, bits shrink. Um, and, and I know none of this is going to have any effect because you've worked yourself up, you know, understandably into a bit of a state, and that's fine. But I'm just saying this, that quite often... Um, I, I had uh, someone who was very close to me who had moles on her body that grew and stuff, and she went, and the doctor went, oh, these these are fine. They did, did a biopsy, and they went, well, these are fine. Just keep an eye on them. But at the moment, there's nothing there to be worried about. Um, I also know that mole removal is a pretty simple process. Again, this person had a few moles removed, and um, it, was, it was a pretty simple, particularly pleasant, but a simple... Uh, a process. Um, I don't know what to say, Jasmine, that's going to make you feel better and get you through to Wednesday. Um, But I really would urge you to try and let go of the self-blame because that ain't going to help anybody. You know, that's done now. You are where you are and um, blaming yourself isn't going to help. Yes, I know it's very hard. And um, before I forget, is the book still a thing? Is the what? You know the one with the transcript. The transcript book. Say that again. <laughs> oh, you were pissing uh, us off online. Book. You were. You were. What were you? She was annoying us about something again, wasn't she? She's always annoying us about something. No. Yes. Yes, you're about always what? annoying us about something online, Jasmine. You know it. No, no, I didn't tweet. I did only send. You said something quite rude about us. I don't remember what it was, but it was you and some. Um, oh, and that um, woman. I, I'm starting to remember now. Um, oh, it was. Oh, hang on. You were said that I'd encourage you and that potty woman said to were saying something to Matt Haig about me encouraging someone, I don't know, or whatever, that's not important now. No. That's not important. Yeah, that's not important now. Um, it, it, here's the thing. Get to the doctor and let us know how it goes on Wednesday, OK? That's what's important. Yes, I would try. OK. Well, no, 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 no you, you are, as long as you get to the doctor. That's, whether you tell us or not is, is not important, but getting to the doctor is, OK? We wish you the best of luck, Jasmine. Thank you. Thank you, and best of luck. Let's go to Marilyn. Good evening, Marilyn. Hello, Ian. Hello, Marilyn. Hey, I'm 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 ringing tonight to talk to Kath. Oh, was that little girl your little girl? Yeah, that that is my smallest girl. Yeah, she was good, wasn't she? What a delight! Not over the weekend, apparently. She had a runny bong. She's not been very well this weekend, but she made, we made that yesterday and we laughed a lot. Oh, she's lovely. I, I, I could listen. She really sent me off and I thought, <laughs> he's just taken after a man for the presenter's voice, isn't she? I'm, I'm afraid you might be right. She was doing a posh voice like, posh voice hey. like you do. Because you're, you're both dead common. And <laughs> she's she was... not common. She's posh. She had. Um, they came over today, uh, Marilyn, to my place because um, she wasn't very little and wasn't very well, and she had the day of school. And I said, "I'll bring her over. Come and see the cats. Come and you know, come and hang out with the cats for a couple of hours." And um, she is a very delightful young lady. She's always fun to hang out with. She always giggles a lot, and um, she's a star. She's so a chatterbox, isn't Kath she? Kath has done a good job there. Oh, she has. She's as sweet as anything. I could do with her every night to get me to bed and, and 
do is through all our routine with a candle and everything. How much are you? How much would you be prepared to pay? Because I might be able to act as a broker here, an agent. Yeah, I'm on a pension, Ian. Okay, well we'll take half the pension. Cheap rates. You guys, you pensioners are loaded. We know that. I've, I've, I know the truth about what's going on. We've seen you, Marks and Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was, she was good. She was very clever and she's a very funny young lady. I think lady. she would like to make another one. So careful what you wish for. Yeah, we might. We'll get her to do some more at some point, man. Oh yes, just, just, just really uh, such a delight. I thought. Oh, in this world of all what's going on and that lovely little voice. It's funny, isn't it? Because Catherine's got such an annoying (laughs) klaxon. And then there's this sweet little child. She has when she's with you, Ian. (laughs) But when she's on her own, she's got a gentle voice. Yeah, gentle. Some would say dull. But that's... (laughs) That's not for that's not for me to comment, Marilyn. That's you put me in an awkward position. I can't comment on that. Uh, well, we're glad we're glad you enjoyed it. Thanks a lot, Marilyn. Okay, the good Cheers. night. We'll pass that on to her. We'll pass okay, that on. She'll no, be she'll no be getting her to school thrilled. tomorrow. Thank you. What a lovely, what a lovely phone call. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Um, what? Hang on. Jasmine has tweeted, that wasn't me. I'm Jasmine without an E at the end. That's the Swiss version of the name. British people write Jasmine. What? What? The, <laughs> I've got no idea what's going on. I got. I don't know what's going. Yeah, I, I think it was you. Um, a dis- oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. But we wish you luck on Wednesday. A disabled British cycling champion says he is disgusted by a restaurateur. It's not restaurateur, is it? It's restaurateur. Restaurateur, isn't it? Restaurateur. There's not an N in there, is there? I don't think there is an N. Could you Google it, please? You've got a computer there. Sorry, what are you doing? Are you trying to get into cramming in Pornhub before they lock it down? I'm more of a Brazzers girl. Okay. Not, I'm not. Brazzers? How do you know about Brazzers? I know about stuff. How do you know about Brazzers? An ex hamster. Um, How do you know about Brazzers? That's embarrassed me. Why? It's like, it's like, is that your favourite? Right. Like, it's like Mum's saying, do you want me to go and get, get you a copy of Escort when I go to the shops? So it's like, I'm popping to the shops. Do you want a razzle? Razzle. Yeah, go on, Mum. I will. More of a Mayfair man. Um, uh, no, I was. I was a Mayfair. Mayfair. No, I was escort. Mayfair was not that good. Escort. I liked it. That good. I liked it. What I liked it. Up? Cheap. How to spell restaurateur? I don't think there's an N in it. like prerogative. No, restaurateur. Yeah, so I was right. So, And, and this is wrong. Okay. Oh, of course. A disabled British cycling champion says he is disgusted by a restaurateur. <laughs> a restaurateur. A restaurateur. Who branded him a sad, pathetic, lonely man after he left a bad review on TripAdvisor. Tim Challoner, 52, who has won a para-cycling British championship, all right, mate, don't show off, was astonished by the tirade following his uh, assessment of the Tuck Tuck restaurant in Eastbourne. The owner of the eatery, Nobby Hussain. No, come on. N-O-B-I. Nobby. Nobby? Nobby one Kenobi. Nobby one Kenobi. Nobby Hussain, who was irritated by Mr. Challoner's claim that the service was poor, 
fired off an extraordinary riposte in which he ridiculed ridiculed the disabled athlete for telling staff his sad life story. Don't type angry, guys. We could not care less that you are a Paralympian, ranted Mr Hussein, who runs Tuk Tuk with his wife, Fanny. No, come on. Shalima. Mr Chaloner, a former Royal Navy able seaman and Ministry of Defence firefighter, said, it is wholly out of order. I'm disgusted. He shouldn't speak to people like that. He has been downright offensive. Rude. The rider was in Eastbourne earlier this month to try to regain his fitness after a series of health problems. He ate at the tapas bar in the town's Terminus Road on two consecutive evenings. He says that during the meals he chatted with staff, and while he enjoyed the food, singling out the mutton curry for particular praise, that's not tapas, the service was slow on his second visit. Ate here two nights on the run, as it was OK the first night, he wrote on TripAdvisor. Novel idea with taster curries in little pots, so it's curry tapas. Oh, nice. The mutton was quite tasty. On the second night, I ordered a lot of food, but was totally let down by the service. I was there for one hour, 45 minutes, and only spoken to twice. I, I can say that a win. I would say that's one too many. Mm. I couldn't get any drinks. Just because I was there on my own, it's no excuse. I won't go again. Did he stick his hand up? Mr Hussain hit back in spectacular fashion. Oh, dear. Find t- the Tuk Tuk reviews on TripAdvisor, please. You sad, pathetic, lonely man, he wrote. You came on Friday night, and as we were not that busy, you told the waiting staff your life story, and respectfully, we listened, even though we could could not care less that you are a Paralympian. You returned Saturday night. We were very busy, and I could see from the kitchen you kept wanting to talk to our waiter. But he was busy serving and making drinks for other customers, so could not give you his full attention. You sat next to the bar and all night all your demands were met like ordering three times. When you finished, you had a hissy fit that we didn't treat you special. Do you, This is the owner of the restaurant. Do yourself a favour, mate. Go on a dating website. Find a girlfriend or a boyfriend and go to dinner with them. We are not your friend. We don't want to hear your sad life story and I really don't appreciate you giving us a bad review and ruining our business simply out of retaliation. Yowza! Fair play, though, for sticking up for your business. Yeah, but, I mean, there are ways of mean... I don't care so. if he's a Paralympian. Are you saying he should have killed him? I think... You... Yeah? No, I think just nod and smile and move on. Ooh. So here we go. Here's the uh, Tuk Tuk. 376 reviews, of which 267 are excellent. Here we go. 59, very good. Average, 18. Poor, 5. And terrible, 17. Okay. Can we find Mr. Challoner's review? I'm guessing that'll be in the terribles, no? Um. Oh, dear. Uh-oh, go on. Oh, dear. Ooh. Okay, so in the terribles. Yes. Because I can't see who's Mr. Challoner from these. Uh, this certainly isn't Mr. Challoner. It's a very glamorous blonde lady, or a star. Waited much longer than expected for our food. Service staff were not particularly helpful, either in addressing the issue. When the food finally arrived, it was lacking in flavour and quality. Deep S says, very rude owners, don't like English people. Well, hang on, let's not read out all of the bad reviews for say, Tuk Tuk's. I was going to say, I'm there liking. is 17. The excellent ones are, 
But I want to find Chaloner's. Chaloner's got to be somewhere in the middle, hasn't it? Paul, do you think? Well, he said he liked the food. He just felt neglected. Um, um, Jamie says, escort was like seeing your mum's mates naked. That's that, is that a bad it. thing? I was more club international, but to be honest, I'd look at anything I found in a bush. <laughs> that was... Right, what was that? Bushes... Um, behind dodgy walls. I think we know why. People weren't knocking ones out in the 80s and ones. 90s. They were knocking ones out. Have you finished knocking ones out? And then you leave it in the bush for the next person. You feel guilty. You don't want to take it home. Yeah, you don't want to take it home. You feel you feel a bit guilty and you go, oh, God, what have I done? Oh, People just... fancy knocking. It's, you know, it's embarrassing enough, isn't it? But then doing nothing it outdoors. To, nothing, to be, nothing to be embarrassed No, if of, you're guys. embarrassed enough to be doing it nothing in the woods, but then you're doing it in the woods. Yeah, some people like doing it in the woods. Some people do. I, that, that, okay. I've never done it in the woods. No, you did it in like a field, didn't you? <laughs> anyway. Okay. It was a long time ago. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Okay. I had very strict parents. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. I do kind of agree with the owner that it is the internet. You can go and say anything you want on the internet, and um, it's you know it, it's. And also, like I said, when I bought my car, that there and then they asked me to write a review for their website. I wonder if it's on their website. I'll have a look. And um, and I, I kind of I didn't want to do it because I hadn't even driven the car. At that point, no. but I felt pressured to do it. Then they wanted to take a picture of me getting in the car. I said no, and then they said um, testimonials. There we go. And then they said, um, "Would you?" Uh, okay, they've only put me down as Mister Lee, but I'm on the website. Joe was excellent and friendly, answered all my questions, and was very knowledgeable. I would certainly recommend Joe if you need help. Can I go now? Yes, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> write. Um, anything about the car because I hadn't driven it at that point no. uh, and then they said if you write a review on Google Reviews a good review will give you £20 M&S voucher that, that's, that's just as bad as someone you know not quite getting the service they want and going and writing a lousy review that's just as bent mm. and, and it's not a, a level playing field and so I said I would and then I, I haven't and I will not I think I've only ever written one review on Google Reviews and it's a long one it's the one about the phone shop Oh dear! I was in for What's... an hour, I was in for an hour and a half, nearly two hours in this phone shop, um, and uh, you go, Google it, Google it. It's on Google Reviews. It's a review. It's a great review. It's true. Stand by every word. And that, that was the worst service I've ever had. I wrote an essay, and it was a, it was a joy to write. Um, the switchboard is empty, dear listener. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome to. Let's hear an advert for one of my colleagues, and which I'm sure would be an excellent show, unless it's that idiot who's on at lunchtime. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Catherine, what have you got for us well, tonight? Please? It's not what I've got, it's what I realise I've let slip through my fingers. Yep. NHS warning over black market breast milk. Oh, hello there. Health bosses hit out at utterly horrendous mothers yep. who are selling liquid gold to bodybuilders for a pound an ounce. Uh, to bodybuilders? Yeah, apparently it's an excellent... Because bodybuilders can't get women pregnant because of their tiny, shriveled micropenis? <laughs> no, 
apparently it's really great if you're trying to build muscle. Okay. Mums are fueling a rise. This is from the uh, Daily Mail uh, online. Mums are fueling a rise in black market breast milk by selling it online, where it's often referred to as liquid gold and snapped up. Lapped Can I just up, say, I'd I'd say, did you just type me a message? Oh, okay. Okay, fine. She's, she's updating her Facebook status. I apologise. <laughs> uh, okay, go on. Snapped up and lapped up by bodybuilders. Is Women black from- milk? No, it's black market breast milk. Uh, I'm so sorry, I misunderstood. As opposed to... I could drink black milk. I, I've got a bit of a lactose intolerance these days, so I, I, I'll pass. Milk is not as refreshing. It used to be great. Just You just get the, the a carton, the one-pint carton, and just glug it, glug it, glug it, glug it. Now, a, 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 I can barely have a, a, a couple of sips, and it's like, well, it's a bit clarty, isn't it? What is that? Why is that? Because milk used to be the most satisfying. (laughs) Except if you got a cheesy one at school. Sometimes they left it out a bit long. Did you used to have the little milk bottles? I used to love those milk monitor. Very sharp straws through the top. Mm -hmm. They were always warm. Thank God Margaret Thatcher got rid of those because it was was actually quite disgusting. And then you'd stink of, of milk, let's just say. It was horrible. Thoroughly unpleasant. Anyway... Women from across Scotland, including in Aberdeen, Inverness, Ayrshire, Dundee and Fife, are selling the human milk online for as little as a pound per ounce. You're going to chuck it away. What, what difference does it make? Some mothers have only admitted... I know. Oh, God, the times I, I have to go out and get in the shower and just give it a good... Really? Did yeah, it cause it, Yeah, because otherwise it kills. Beautiful. Rock it, rock hard they are. Ooh, lads, are you enjoying this? Um, some mothers have openly admitted they're happy to sell breast milk for adults Why to use. Why wouldn't they be? Exactly. Why wouldn't they be? It's not. Is it illegal? I suppose. Well, milk has to be pasteurised, doesn't it? Cow milk has to be pasteurised if you're going to sell it. You can't sell raw well, milk. Some people do sell raw milk, don't they? No. Some people do. They, well, they're they're breaking the law. Are then. they though? Yes. If you know it's raw milk, though. Anyway, online communities of male bodybuilders describe it as the greatest supplement ever. Commonly, breast milk is referred to as liquid gold in online ads, including international marketplace, only the breast. Don't worry, I've already emailed them. Liquid gold um, is actually poppers, so just be careful. (laughs) It's a a, a brand of poppers, so just just be careful, guys, what you're ordering online. NHS bosses have slammed the trend, calling it utterly horrendous as it turns milk into a commodity and provides an opportunity for fraudsters to scam vulnerable women oh, by they selling might be them wa- other white liquid out. White water. Milk. White water. White wee wee. <laughs> yeah, white wee wee. Well, stop it. Well, Facebook page. Well, they sell that as well. We know they do. Who sells? On Facebook, you can buy white wee-wee. On, on Facebook? Yes. No, you can't. We did a what? whole thing of women who were going into deals with blokes in car parks. Oh, that's for babies. That's not for lunch. That's for babies. I mean, yeah, you can whose buy... Whose business is it once you've got it? You know what? So the Diana and Mo, stay there. You can, you're, she's right. You can buy white wee-wee on Facebook right, from just, just from blokes to make a baby. I know, and some of them want to do it in person. Dirty uh, devils. It is. Um, the difficulty with that is, you don't know how many other people they've uh, inseminated. You end up. Well, there was wasn't there children a guy all over the had shop. Like, yeah, had like hundreds. Mm. He reckoned all over the. It's not good for the, the gene pool. No. Well, Facebook pages exist for new mums to share. What breast would I milk. type in to to find a white wee wee? White wee wee. <laughs> Facebook pages exist for new mums to share breast milk. Websites also exist where it's sold for an average of a pound an ounce, prompting concerns from health professionals that women could be sold counterfeit breast milk. What about men? 
being sold counterfeit breast milk. Breast milk. Website Only the Breast offers mums the chance to buy or sell breast milk from the UK and US. Dubbed as a community for mums, the site states, mums all over America and the world are crying out for a place to buy and sell their breast milk. This is why we made onlythebreast.com. It's clean, safe, private and easy. Despite the American origins of the site, where some mothers boast of being Harvard graduates on their adverts, the website has users in Scotland too. One advert from a mother in Fife who's selling 54 ounces for 50 quid. Wow. Said, Fife, okay. I have a supply of frozen breast milk which my baby will not drink. I'm a healthy 36-year-old and have breastfed both my children. I've never done drugs and I have a healthy diet. I'll have some of that. Okay. I always steam sterilise all equipment and the milk is put straight into sterilised bags and into the freezer. This, this milk was expressed between the end of July and beginning of September. I don't mind if the baby's, if the milk is for a baby or an adult. If milk is to be posted, buyer will cover all postage and packaging costs and arrange with a courier. Is it illegal to sell? This is Get to the, the, the meat and two veg. Because surely if I want to sell any discharge from my body... And someone wants to buy it. Then that is my prerogative. By the way, if anyone does want to buy any discharge from oh my, my body, God. I'm postulating quite a lot at the He's moment. Got more than enough. Uh, so please do get in touch and let's see if we can work something out. You will, as, as is said there, you will be covering postage. Ah, here's packing. the thing. I think it's stepping on toes. NHS Scotland's got a milk bank. And the coordinator, oh. Debbie Barnett, war- warned that selling breast milk for money presented opportunities for fraudsters. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll take the risk. Milk bought online could pose a real health risk to babies, she said. This is an utterly horrendous and very concerning to see. At least with milk sharing group, women are likely to be doing it because they're good people and want to share surplus milk. But selling is a nightmare. I know. Graham says they could freeze it and sell it as lollies in the summer. Very good, milk. Yeah, mini milk. Mini milk. Mini breast milk. I mean, the taste is very similar. Have you ever tasted breast milk? I dipped my finger in once. It is quite mini milkish. Yeah. Very sweet. I love mini milk. When you add money to the situation, there's no telling what people could be selling. It could just be white water. I don't think she really should have used that term. What, what's the white? What's all this white water on my bed? She added that worryingly, women in financially unstable positions could even be selling milk rather than feeding it to their own babies. Yeah, well, that's um, that's again. The thing that's is, though, the more you pump, the more you get. Sometimes. Again. I mean. <laughs> One mother from Ayrshire is selling milk for a pound per ounce describes herself as a healthy professional mother who doesn't smoke or use any medication. I mean. Uh, Government Agency Food Standards Scotland has advised breastfeeding mothers to contact their GP, midwife or health visitors to discuss how best to Let's feed Let's ask a baby. question. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Where does the milk come from? What? Where does the milk a lady produces come from? Don't I know it comes from the boob, uh, the breasts, <laughs> the mammary glands. Okay, well, so how does it make gland does, secretes? How does a body make milk? Magic. <laughs> Come on, this is it. You've milk done magic. it. Hormones. You've done it. I didn't do it on purpose. How did you do it? I don't know. It just happened. How does? Right, hang on. Sorry. Oh God, what an awful mother. So your body makes a juice <laughs> yes. which you fed to your babies, yeah. and you didn't. You didn't think. I'm going to look into this and uh, see what's going on. I understand basic biology. Okay, so where does milk come so, from? So, right, women's, women have got boobs because they have mammary glands. The gland generates a secretion. I've got glands. Yeah, and it generates something. There'll yes. be something coming How? out of it. How does milk... You just tell me milk just appears in your body. Having the baby stimulates your hormones, which triggers that. You just, and you just tell me milk is just... It just comes from yeah. nothing. Yeah, I didn't do anything on purpose. I don't believe a word of it. What do you think I did? I don't believe a word of it. I think something something 
there's a secret we're not Something's telling. Something's going on there. Let's go to your friend and mine, great friend of the show. Always, always a great call. Always fun. We always end these calls feeling a little bit better, as though we've um, touched the sunshine with our tongues. It's Mo. You're right. What have you got for us, Mo? Hang on. Didn't Mo say he was never going to phone us again several times? Yes. All right. Okay. But Mo's dying now, as you can hear, and his his, his last wish was to be on this show one more time. Come on, be a great guy. Come and be a great guy before he dies of consumption. I heard you lived at expensive studios. That's true. Sorry? I heard you and your studios. Say that again because it's, you literally cannot hear you. I said I heard you guys move into new studios. Who told you that? That's a, who told you that? <laughs> who told you that? Talk sport. Talk. Those scumbags. That's supposed to be top secret. Oh, well, the secret's out. Yes, we are moving to new studios, Mo. Jesus, what is wrong? What is wrong with this guy's phone? He said, <laughs> "Oh yeah, yeah, definitely." <laughs> You're funny. Have you moved now, Ian? That is classified information. What? Jesus, I, we move. Apparently, we move at the end of May. I don't know. I don't have a date. Yeah, but why didn't you move now? Why didn't you move now? <laughs> oh my God! Why didn't you move Mo, now? Mo, are you okay? Mo, are you yeah, okay? It's my Could phone you... is cutting off. It's not your Why phone, you it's your now? mind. <laughs> Why didn't you move? <coughs> oh dear. Why... Why didn't you move now? Uh, wh- wh- why do you think, mate? Because you've talked sport moved, surely you have to move. N- well, no. It's a different radio station, you know that, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> the same station. Mo, though, have you, have you it's got... not the same station. Yeah, Mo, you've done the thing that I didn't think was possible, right? You've got what? even thicker since we last spoke. <laughs> The studio uh, isn't built yet, you prune. That's why. That's why we've not moved. The, the studio station. isn't there. You're the same station. No, we're not. They're talk sport. We're yes, talk radio. No, we're different. You're, you're, part, you're part of the same network. We're owned, well, that's by, we're owned by the same company. We're at different stations. Otherwise, we'd be on at the same time on the same frequency and it would get darn confusing. And noisy. Yeah, but why didn't you move? Because the studio isn't built yet. That means you're not making as much money, I suppose. Well, What's... no, talk, what, what, me personally or talk, talk radio? Just talk radio. Yeah, well, of course it's not because I think Talk Sport gets something like it's it's something like ten times the listeners that we get. It's massive. Been going for a long time. It's much more better established. So Virgin was the priority. There, you'll probably think they're the same station as well. Then Talk Sport moved in. I guess Talk Sport too. I don't know. Um, and then we're on a completely different floor to them. Yeah, but that means like they're more successful than you, but right? Yeah, sure. Well, they are. Mo, you're some kind of statistical genius. Yeah, they've got they've got. Like, literally ten times as many listeners as we've got. Yeah. I heard they moved to these new studios with, like, unbelievable space. OK, well, that's, that's great. Ours hasn't been built yet, so ours is unbelievably bare. Where, what, what is this? Is you, what is this? I don't understand what this is, Mo. This is you telling us that Talk Sport, which is apparently the same station as Talk Radio, is more successful than us. Yeah, well, we know that. Yeah, no, I was wondering about the studios. Aww. OK, well, now you know. Does that answer your question, Mo? Yeah, it's a pee, really. Okay, great. Oh three four four. Like I said, it's like it's like licking the sunshine um, uh, and and uh, tripping through space. But we weren't the ones that got burnt. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 1000. Uh, if you want to spice up your sex life, go for a game of mini golf rather than a candlelit dinner in a fancy restaurant. Well, you know, candlelit di- those, those fancy restaurants, I, I, I do get indigestion. Very gamey. Very gamey. Very gamey. Um, a survey claims Brits love to challenge their partners in competitive games mm. and it rouses passions in the bedroom. The poll, car- carried out by... Waddington's? Pot Shack. Oh, right, OK, there we go then. Pot Shack. I'm guessing they might, I don't know, in some way be connected with mini-golf. I don't know. Found that 65% said they felt frisky after one-on-one sports, such as table tennis, mini-golf <laughs> or shagging. <laughs> and 57% said games made them randier than a romantic night out. Relationship expert Joe Hemmings agrees that bringing a competitive edge to a relationship can help heat things up. She said, healthy competition can really help inject a relationship with passion. If you're feeling stuck in a rut, it can encourage couples to get outside their comfort zone and see one another as individuals. Giving your relationship a competitive edge could be as simple as playing a new game, like mini golf. (laughs) Sponsored by Potshack. Working out together. Or even an arm wrestle. <laughs> an arm wrestle. All things to give your bond a positive boost. Arm wrestling is the most unsexy form of human contact ever, isn't it? Arm wrestling's weird. It's a weird old thing. Do you want to arm wrestle? No. Come on, arm wrestle. My, my arm is like half the width of yours and half the length. Um, uh, length correct, but you've got quite. You know, right. you've got quite. Right, well, this could be embarrassing. You've got quite saggy arms. What? I have not. Um, yeah, you have. Um, I mean, your wrists are quite strong, but we all know why. Jesus, you're actually quite strong. <laughs> yes, mate. I stopped just because it was getting a bit boring. Uh, it wasn't getting boring, actually. It was but getting there quite... was some resistance there, wasn't there? There was definitely some resistance to that idea, which well, I... Well, I can say to you now, I'm not feeling frisky. I'm just feeling a little bit like... It's a little something. bit funny, this feeling inside. I hope you don't mind. I hope you don't mind. Whoa, yeah. What about, here we go, instead of doing any of that, because I couldn't be bothered. I hope you don't mind. You could play, you could play Rude Ice Spy. I can see that working. Oh, I did that with the kids. What, Rude Ice Spy? Well, I, well I, we played Ice Spy on the way back from London on Sunday. And I, we, they, they like doing two two words. So I did one, Ice Spy with my little eye, TG. They gave up and I pointed and went, that guy. <laughs> and then I did one, Ice Spy with my little something beginning with FB. Both of them were swear words. Wow. They were in five minutes. They couldn't breathe. They couldn't breathe. I mean, ter- terrible parenting. Awful. Awful. But it was worth it because they couldn't breathe. I was thinking something more like, you know, bedroom I spy being, oh. I spy a little eye, something beginning with. Which, hang on, if you're spying with your little eye. No, my little eye. Okay. L-P. Labia. No. Parentis. Parental labia, disgusting. Oh, the worst. Well, no, no. If you're if you're if you're married if you're married to a mum, 
It's not saying it's your mum's. I'm saying you're married to oh, a mum. Oh, God, why have you brought my mum's into it? I I've not brought your oh, mum's oh, labia. I've uh, not... I'm I, not in the mood. And scene. I <laughs> am not... It, I have to just clarify, because you've, you've sullied your mother's genitals. I was not in any way speaking about Catherine's mother's labia in that thing. Stop it. She has put that image in my head. Oh, Catherine's oh, mother is a very attractive woman. Oh. And now I've got all kinds of questions. <laughs> All kinds of questions. LP. So it's not labia parentis. No. It's not your mum's <laughs> little penis. No. no. Lady's penis. Large penis. No. Lovely penis. First word's correct. Lovely. <laughs> no. You see, I'm helping lots of people at home for whom the bedroom has become less spicy. Lovely pleasure. Lovely pair. <laughs> All right, okay. My I spy with my little eye on my head my, my the head of my my face <laughs> something beginning with S B. Sexy. No. <laughs> but th but they are. <laughs> Sweaty balls. Balls is correct. <laughs> That's it, you got it. Your turn. Your turn. I spy with my little eye something beginning with. Do you remember that night we got sacked from talk radio? <laughs> by the talk sport boss. Oh dear. Something beginning with um uh, S E. Sex education. <laughs> Sensual emotion. Um, S-E. Yes. Syphilitic <laughs> erection. <laughs> Did you guess? No. Um, oh. This, this is more of a romantic one than a dirty one. So okay, okay, fine. Just... Let's come up from, the, from above the waist, above the waist, out of the gutter. Oh, um, it's also a hit song for one of your favourites. Shamon. <laughs> Shamon. Elevate. It's one of my favourite hit song. Oh, Sexual Healing. <laughs> By the ironically named Marvin Gaye. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, a friend of yours sings this and he doesn't like it. Sexy eyes. <laughs> Sexy eyes, the feeling you want to hey, do. Hey, that's my gift to the world. Sexy eyes, Se sexy mild fly. Ooh, where did you get that from? <laughs> Made it up. Why? You didn't. You read a news story. No, just because you were saying about going and playing mini golf. I don't see how that is helpful at all. But I think sexy um, I spy is the way forward. Well, he, 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 for, he, the, for the lazy here's, competitive. Here's what I suggest you you, you do if you want to spice up the bedroom. You get you get, get 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 online. Get some Get your wife, your partner to log in with her details into a pornographic website and fill your boots. <laughs> it's her oh, login. No. If, if they'll be tracking her. Here's the thing about pornography. Hello. I think the men always spoil it there is like some big i agree <laughs> there is some like big meathead and i'm thinking oh god too many willies in porn <laughs> self-driving cars stay there diana we will come to you i'm just trying to build a decent gap between filth and 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 you self-driving cars decent gap have been that was my nickname at school 
have been branded racist because what? they are more likely to hit black people. What? Wow. Well, okay, I'm, okay. That's that's society. That's what we. That's where we live. That's how, that's how that's how life is. I'm afraid. Okay, robots are racist. A software flaw means the robot vehicles are better at seeing humans with lighter skin tones. Well, that might explain racism in general. I don't know. Research, researchers researchers say the cars are more likely to hit and kill black and darker-skinned people despite having detection sensors and cameras. A team from Georgia Institute of Technology, GIT, <laughs> started looking into the issue... I don't believe him. ...after observing higher error rates for certain ethnic minorities. Wow. This is insane. Tests on image recognition systems found their accuracy was 5% worse for people with darker skin. The scientists said, we hope this provides compelling evidence of the problem that may arise if this is not considered before deploying these. Yeah, you've got to make it so they see black people. Come on, guys. Artificial intelligence uh, expert Kate Crawford tweeted... Black people shouldn't be out on the street anyway. They, if they get hit, they deserve it. Wow, that's me. No, she doesn't. Pedestrian deaths by self-driving cars are already here, but they're not evenly distributed. That's insane. That, you think that? I mean, isn't Georgia st- quite? Is that South? That's Southern America. Yes. Well, my sister. No, my sister used to live go. in Georgia and go. Atlanta. There's a, there are a lot of black people there. The devil, the devil went down to Georgia. Do you know that song? Yeah. Run, boy, run, boy, run. I'm going to get your man again. Anyway, let's go to Diana. Good evening, Diana. Hello, Ian and Kath. Hello, Diana. Time is against us. What have you got for us this evening? Just um, to to agree with what you said earlier about um, Hal Blaine. Yes, the governor. The governator. Probably the greatest drummer of all time. Dr. Beat. Dr. Beat. He was taught by... Somebody who apparently taught uh, Gene Krupa. Oh, um, when he was a young man. But uh, I, I was reading about he, he played on more stuff than you realise. He's played on everything. He played on the Batman yeah. theme. Yeah, but even before rock and roll, he was playing on stuff. Yeah, I know. Hey, listen, you're, you're talking to the the, the yeah. Hal Blaine. He was playing Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Elvis, everybody. Ev- everybody. That guy played. He's ninety years old when he passed, and um, he was an inspiration. Have you seen the Wrecking Crew documentary? I've seen clips of it, well, and I've also read in a couple of books about that woman that you were talking about. Oh, Carol who wasn't Kay. very nice. Carol Kay's a liar, right? Carol yeah, Kay. The, she's the bass player. She's a liar. Famously, she's a liar. She says she played on loads of stuff that she didn't play on. It's like yeah, a big, I've big old thing. Before. And she's and she's rude, and she's a potty mouth, and she upset me when I sent her a very lovely, slightly grovelling email. She sent me abuse. It was an extraordinary response to a really polite request. It? it was outrageous. A Carol Kay, who was my favorite. Favorite bass player, come in, Paul. Just slagging off Carol Kay, one of my favorite bass players in the world. Very, very rude, very unpleasant human. Really aggressive for nothing. The C word was in that email. She called Hal Blaine the C word. She refused to have anything to. Uh, it was disappointing. Thank you very much, Diana. Let's quickly just go to Andre. Good evening, Andre. Hey, evening. Uh, was you going to find me back? No, we're we're going to cut you off. Oh, thank you. Here we go. Paul Ross. <laughs> 
Good that's evening. A, that looks like a very oh, good morning. jersey. Look it's at that. It's an old fave. I found oh, it. Oh, mate. I'm yeah. having to clear it up for charity. It's an old Marks and Spencer's special blue Look harbour. That. Look at that. Proper dad's jumper. Yeah, this, no, that's, uh, that looks comfortable. Feel how soft it is. No scratchy oh, there. Is mate, it? No scratchy that is there. Very comfortable. Go on, what you got? We got I think, m- monkeys. I think, I think I'll be participating yes. in the greatest radio program I've ever been involved in. Oh, go on. Apart from my interjections into your fantastic Thank show. Thank you. We appreciate that. Yes. We are crossing to Bend, Oregon to speak to the one who manages. The last blockbuster on planet Earth. Oh, we mentioned blockbuster earlier on today. It people, up. people are coming from all over the states to join so they can finally have a blockbuster, blockbuster card. card. Oh, so we her. That's in the oh, front hour of the program. Brilliant, brilliant. Good. We're for also them. talking to a woman who has spent uh, twenty years tracking the minky whale. Now, Did you massive. just say minky? I said minky. I'm allowed to apparently. M i n k e. Yeah. Um, they're about ten meters long, and they sing in different accents around the world. Oh. She's recorded in Antarctica. North Pacific, for the first time ever, she's recorded them off the east coast of Scotland, and we've got the recording, and wow. she's a brilliant guest. We're talking about the... I knew you were on about porn, as you often are, but that's yes. fine. Yes, yes. Um, they've been banned by the British Bicy- Bicycling Council. They're called the Porn Peddlers Cycling Club. Oh, I heard about this, yeah. hundred members. They've been, I thought this was a PR story. hundred members. <laughs> hundred members. They've been running for three years. They're all guaranteed to wear their helmets. They've raised tens of thousands of pounds for Tenant Tickings Trust, and they've been banned. We've got the main man behind it on the programme. They've We've, been banned because they, they're considered to be too rude. Well, because, they, because they're from TVX, and they wear T... But they've, they've been running three years, and they only applied to rejoin yeah. the Bicycling Council. So they're a bit po-faced. So, some people are so miserable, aren't they? Going Come to on. South Africa to hear about gin made from diffused elephant dung. Oh, OK. okay but I very okay. rarely bring in a clipping to you guys. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to read you the first two paragraphs. When Ooh, I've got yeah. the man behind this research. The project began when a group of scientists set out to create the world's smallest origami object. Oh, oh. No, it gets better. Having learnt how to fold materials that measure an atom across, oh, mate. they have produced a microscopic bug-shaped robot tiny enough to crawl through the blood vessels... Of the human brain. All that and more, plus the usual old tosh with me from one. After this, I might just disappear in a puff of smoke. I will never get bored um, looking at pictures of tiny Bibles. You know, like the Bibles. (laughs) What is it? Is it Tring Museum where they've got some fleas? I mean, it's a a good museum. It's slightly dry. But the highlight is they've got two fleas that are dressed up. Mexican dress. Oh, it's. I've I've seen. I've been there. They're great, aren't they? Fantastic. Tiny things. So we have got. It's the fantastic voyage of Rackle Squelch come to life. There we go. Fantastic. Paul Ross coming up at one. Paul, monkeys. What else do you want, folks? (laughs) Um. Well, that, that, that's pretty much for me. That's it. It's covering every. <laughs> that's covering every base. Um, don't forget podcasts are plenty. Um, if you, we're going to record a rabbit hole this week. We're just going to do one. Right, we're going to bring your bring your digital recorder in tomorrow, and we're going to record one. That on point his fingers quite aggressive. Yeah, it's very. It is. Well, I'm old school. Slightly. I'm old school. Happy place. Happy place. Happy keep place. out of this. You listen to um, Catherine's youngest giving you a guided meditation. Uh, we will be back tonight at 10 o'clock. Don't forget, you can go and get podcasts if you go to Acast or iTunes or your usual podcast provider. It really helps us if you subscribe, if you share it, and if you leave a nice review, that would be lovely. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you to all of the callers uh, this evening. Stay tuned. Coming up after 1 o'clock, it's Paul Ross, only on Talk Radio. Thank you. Talk Radio. Join the Talk Nation. Dial up and talk radio. We'll get you talking.